Yeah, don't do that. Because yeah, it's time for a show. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. No? Yeah, yeah, no, let's do a show. That's really fucking loud. I'm excited. Yeah, such a good song, though. Do you think this is anyone's favorite part of the show? Why would you say that? I don't know. Because I think it's your favorite part. Mine, too. Again, why, why would you? Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. I'm Brian Irwin. And I'm John Huck. And in studio with us. And quite a studio it is, Mr. Ian Bag. Hi, everybody. Ian, Ian Bag. Welcome to the basement. Comedian. This is a fantastic. We're set up for a poker game, but it's not happening. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna play any poker. Former podcast co-host. How many incarnations? Oh, we did several different ones. <laughs> several different Several different ones. places. Would you, you guys started at the Herald though, right? No, no. no. We started at Frank's basement. Uh, Frank's garage. What? Frank uh, from Heidi and Frank. Heidi and Frank. Now he hates us. Which I don't know why. What? He hates us. Have you ever been on it? So have you ever been on the on no, the morning show? Hates me because we just I was we were remember I had to go to South Africa for a month and a half and him and Frank Kelly had a little bit of an argument. Oh yeah, th- wait. So there was a decision that had to be made. Well, I was on my way to South Africa and I was just like it was a, you're either call. coming or you're going, yeah, right? You're either I, with us I, or not or something? I was like, I've known Frank Kelly forever. i got to go with him, and now I'm the biggest dick ever. And then he started uh, at a radio station a week later, so I don't know what the point was anyways. It, because it didn't... that, that and Toad that, Hop Network is not on anymore, right? I don't know if it's on, but apparently I'm a, I'm a huge piece of shit. And so, I know, it, knew him for about four months. So, <laughs> this, so this was Toad Hop, and this was at the John Lovitz... Right. That's what, yeah, that's when... It was the, at yeah. Lovitz, well, and then there, jo- was, there was a takeover. Something weird was Some going on. Some sort of break. Up, yeah, yeah. sort of break up. But we had nothing to do with. We any had nothing of that. to do with it. And I was in Africa, and I'm trying to make make a choice from Africa, and I'm like, <laughs> hey, I, I choose to not to, have to make this yeah. choice. I'm choosing to pick which time zone I'm on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was just I, I felt bad because we didn't have a beef with Frank. We didn't and have a beef did, with not, I mean, I'm sorry, we, not uh, with the other Frank Kramer. We didn't, we didn't have, have a, a beef with Frank, Frank Kramer. Kramer. That's his name. Yeah. 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 He was always nice to us, and I and so it was and just then, a weird thing that we got wedged between that whole thing. And then obviously none of it. And then it now, flipped into a, another company, and the guy was out of his mind. Remember the mustache that? fellow, right? It was the mustache guy, right? No, it was the uh, it was the guy that used to do Last Comic Standing all the time that was trying to do be a comic, and then he had an app that was going to revolutionize. Remember that? No, <laughs> I kind of remember Frank, all that. Frank talk, Kelly's but. a great guy too, but Frank we always believed into every fucking loser there was out there. Excuse my language; I don't know if we're allowed to. No, say. Yeah, we're yeah. totally. But he, it, he would he would believe he would believe, and some guy would. I got an app that's going to revolutionize the world, and it's going to be fantastic. Right? Okay. <laughs> he and did then kinda... just be kind of a like a eight but, different levels of a it's, pa- of a of a triangle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the uh, uh Amway like yeah. it, right? A pyramid yeah. scheme. He he no, Frank Frank on the bottom Frank always be on the bottom. Yeah. The first thing you have to do with Frank is just let us move in for free. Right. Right. It always starts with that. Yeah. Let us move in for free. And then we'll start working on this stuff, and you're totally going to benefit. Like, that was yeah, that was, it, that was why that folded, right? There was no no one could sustain it. There was no, no money coming well, they, there in. Was, there was no so many things went wrong. It sucked because they built that beautiful studio. We were watching well, them build Frank, it. I think Frank Kramer had something to do with that. That was what he they, built the studio. I think he studio. invested like all whatever advertising he was getting from Toad Hop. He put all his he put I believe the money into building this. The studio. Yeah, a nice studio. So you had to. You worked out I there. Did, I did a sh- somebody. I think Daryl Wright used to do his yes, show out of there. Yeah, he yeah, yeah that was another NASCAR. crazy guy. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. Daryl Wright, Rogan. I like Daryl. I've seen Daryl in a long time. He's out of his mind. <laughs> He's funny though. You know what's interesting? His ex girlfriend lives below me now. Oh, that's weird. And has had a baby with another man, but they broke up. But oh, I, okay, all right. Well, but, yeah, because. 
But I was just like, wait, they live down on the beach? Uh, yeah, below us. Okay. And they live in that building below no, us. No, he means they're so. peasants. But they live yeah. below Well, no, me. I just wanted to make sure he <laughs> wasn't talking in a previous. <laughs> I think we're doing better financially than them. They live below us. <laughs> they live below us. They live above their means, but below us. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and she just said one day to, uh, to we didn't recognize her, and she said to me and Carrie Ann, she said, I know you guys. I'm like, right? And she goes, I used to date Daryl Wright. <laughs> And both of our jaws must have hit the floor because <laughs> we we're like, "What?" Because we met her new her new guy is a lawyer and May doesn't say a word to any. So it's it's polar it's opposite. Completely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> completely different. A lawyer are they? Like, quiet, are they quiet enough? They don't wreck your time. Uh, they have a loud dog. Okay. What? Uh, what's the? Have, have you a ever, little dog? That have you barked. ever been in their apartment? Oh, yeah, oh that kind of bark. Yeah. So just ah. misses, misses them so bad. Oh. <laughs> Oh, she goes slide lunch meets under the door. Uh, I actually, I actually make Lou run up and down the, <laughs> our our because uh, we got wood floors now and it does it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was gonna ask. Do you, have you been down there and heard anyone walking around? Because oh, oh, I know I because Gary Ann gives me shit all the time. She's like, yeah. I don't, and I'm like, nah, you live below us. You live below us, above your means, but below us. I had a, yeah, I had a loud neighbor above me for a while in my last place, and it was frustrating. That's what you learn. You've got to live top. You have to live on the top floor. I, you, I, otherwise, I, I, I was the one that picked the top floor. They picked the bottom floor because it had two levels, right? Oh, within the apartment? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so and they, they wanted be- immediate beach access. was yeah. exciting. That was their thought, right? Mm-hmm. And then we end up having the view of the beach because they built a berm there. <laughs> oh, so they God. have a view of the berm. <laughs> they basically uh-huh. have another wall in front we of them. We just won. We won like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> and you um, rub it in their face every day. Every day. And then uh, and they, they <clears throat> kite surf. And <laughs> I don't know. I was talking to these two fishermen the other day. And they're like, uh, uh, there is a huge shark on the other yeah. side. Yeah. But it, 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 there's another one. But apparently it hangs out on the other side of the break wall right in front of our house. And apparently it's just... Eating everything, <laughs> but, they that, but they, there's video of a shark that off in Venice, right? Uh, or Huntington like, Beach. They've been all over the place, right? Sunset Beach, but this one apparently just hangs out there. Has been hanging out. How big the, is it? Do they know? They said about twelve. Well, you don't go in the water, do you? I do. We do. So I'm just like, we're out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. twelve feet. That's big, man. We've seen a lot. Fuck lo- that. Yeah, anything is. I one day you I, saw dolphins, but, yeah, but they don't attack dolphins, dolphins right? right? I don't know what goes on. Well, I thought dolphins attack the sharks. You seen whales too? The dolphins don't attack sharks, but dolphins defend themselves against sharks okay. by poking um, with their noses, by never winning, their penises, by never winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, by never winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> so you uh, see whales? We seen, seen whales. Uh, I one day I was looking out. And I was like, there's a shark. Like, I was like... That's you saw sh- it yeah. from your window. From my window. Yeah. And I was just like, it's just hanging. There's, bu- there's a buoy that hangs out in front of our house. <laughs> yeah, buoy. <laughs> it's a yeah, buoy that's in front of our house that they use for uh, lifeguard practice and, uh, and like, kids... Swimming out to and in, tests. And- and it's about to start. And I was about three weeks ago. I was just like, that's a shark just floating right in front of like because it was just a huge thing and i got out my binoculars and i'm looking at this i'm like that's a huge and i'm like maybe it's a seal and then i'm like no that's a huge and then all of a sudden just disappeared so yeah because it ate enough and had to go i don't know or it saw you looking at him and was like hey did anything else disappear with it like a swimmer like the buoy (laughs) yeah but i mean that that's what that's all i think about is jaws man those kids swimming out to the thing and then it's like there's a new shark movie coming out oh yeah yeah and apparently it looks pretty good well sharknado 4 is coming out that's it no no it's it's in vegas it's in vegas this time (laughs) 
<laughs> They're going to run that fucking we thing into the ground. We can't sell a script at all. <laughs> into the ground. We can't screw Those aren't scripts. That's why. They're not selling scripts. That first one. Their idea. That first one, they were all... I, they didn't know what they had with the first one, and now they're now they're going to run you know, into the ground. You know what? You know what? Next time I go into a meeting and they say it's unbelievable, I'm just going to fucking just pull out my Sharknado phone, Four, Sharknado 4 <laughs> grab their face and just shove it into it, and just say "fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, needs bigger jokes. <laughs> needs more sharks. So uh, <laughs> this um, is good, but it needs more sharks. I saw I, w- I I was I was talking to Huck yesterday on the phone, Huckle. and he was really hungover. Oh my Huckle. god! Now I, I don't know if you ever had this, and I didn't tell you this yesterday because I wanted to wait for the show. But while I was talking to him, I could tell that he still had a little bit of vomit in his mouth. Even when they were talking, you could kind of still yeah, you could still. Oh, hear I it. did. I had just thrown just, up. I had just thrown up right the before fu- you called a, me. Why the fuck would you answer the phone? Because, because like, he doesn't want to miss anything. He's Asian. Eddie, Eddie was coming over, and like you were calling because I had to go. I was supposed to go meet for breakfast, and I was just like, it was bad, dude. I'm yeah. I'm where did you get hammered? That, that was at the home. Noise. At home. I don't. You just by yourself got hammered. I was just yes. hanging out. Yeah, it was accidental, kind of. No, there's. What were you? What were you watching? Basketball or hockey? Uh, no, dude. The, the Stanley Cup has been boring. Yeah, man. It's, I actually, mean, Pittsburgh's really good. That's. But I, I just. I but I don't think anybody no cares. Interest. I had no idea if it was last night or tonight. Or it's the, like, no, I just don't care. The, the game. The, the game six, I think, is tonight. Just, Oh, they've gotten it to game six? Or no, game five, maybe. Okay. Say, I don't I have no oh, idea. Or maybe four. Jesus, I don't know. Right, now you're just making shit up. Yeah, maybe three, two, San Jose was just getting walked. I wish somebody had my, internet. My buddy said, yeah, uh, that's, uh, my buddy said that Pittsburgh back. looked, he, he goes, I've never seen a team that looks like they, it looks like they're just starting their season. They're so fast. Like, they're so fast. I watched one game. And I was like, they're so much faster than San Jose. And then I, I was just like, because I just don't care about either team. Yeah. I was just like, okay. And then I kind of did a little research and remembered because I went and seen P- Pittsburgh play this year. They fired their coach. That Mike Sullivan was a perfect fit at a perfect time. They grabbed two more players. Yeah. And they had a uh, trade at the beginning of the year for Kessel and Bonino that, uh, before, in the summer that yeah. turned out for them. Yeah, it worked. Really yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, they just... But I... They were struggling to get in the playoffs in in uh, in March, right? Yeah, they didn't look. They they. I definitely didn't see them. Yeah, being where they are now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I was kind of like, but neither, neither. I didn't see that with San Jose either. And then now they're both in it. So I'm just kind of like, eh, are the best teams really in it? I mean, yeah, they won. Well, that was that year of the. Is it the best teams are really in it? Are they really in it? Like you didn't. It, it, but as everybody says. Playoffs are a different season. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I get it. I, well, here's how much ESPN gives a shit. I oh, want ESPN's you, ma- main page. Sh- ESPN you know the sucks. top, the drop menu at the top. These are your options: yeah. NFL, mm-hmm. golf, not even on right now. NBA, golf, baseball, college football, soccer. There is no, I, there is no drop menu for the they NHL. Right now. NHL, and it's, it's, but it's the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's that's ridiculous. But they, they don't know. have it. They ha- NBC has it, and they ha- they have uh, they have Barry Melrose. Is there? Yeah, I like guy? I like Barry Melrose. I Douche. <laughs> I like Barry. Uh, He's got amazing. And hair. then his Come second, their second runner-up when Barry can't make it, which makes me laugh. I'm like, Barry can't make it. Yeah, what's he's got he do? Nothing. He, is he over on, on the Hockey Channel or is yeah. he at NBC Sports? I think he's like, at a wedding. I, yeah. think, he missed, <laughs> I think he missed. He's a got a catered event. Yes, yeah, I, I think his daughter might be in beauty pageants or something like that. So he goes to beauty pageants and misses. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's one of those things. So Rick DiPietro fills in. Yeah. 
Exactly. Brian Stare, uh, disbelief. <laughs> Rick DiPietro was a college goalie that was drafted by the New York Islanders, and Garchnow retired and became the general manager as he retired, which is usually how general managers become general managers. You usually go right from the bench to the <laughs> office. Yeah, right. So, And he gave Rick DiPietro like $80 million for 10 years or something like that. Was that one of those first like, crazy contracts that yeah, made no sense? That, because they were trying to get around the salary cap. So he got it, most of it up front or something like that. And then he lasted, I think, 44 more games. Wow. <laughs> oh. yeah, so Was that guaranteed money? Guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, so we got $10 million for playing 44 hockey games. $10 million. You got no, he got 80, most of it. $80 million. Like, so if you look it up, it's some ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. It's front loaded so that they can. Yeah. So that's. Uh, so now he's their expert on hockey. I'm like, <laughs> uh, no. He should be an expert on money. Contracts. He should <laughs> yeah. be an expert on contracts. Yeah. He should be there during the summer <laughs> talking yeah. about people going into free agency. Yeah. Here's yeah. how I fuck the system. Yeah, exactly. Here's how I'm rich for life. Yeah, here's why the NHL is partially bankrupt. Yeah, yeah. Here's the reason oh, why man. we're a cult game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so Anyways. anyway. Speaking of uh, uh, the past coming back to haunt you, I said <laughs> I, <laughs> I saw. Well, yes. no, that picture that somebody oh, oh publicly posted. Oh, of that you. long that long time ago. Right. So you're so, so uh, just to be clear, I do is embrace it. It's pretty. You it's, have to. You have it's to. It's pretty clear, obviously. Well, here's the thing. I've known you, <laughs> dude. You look like you're in Days and Confused. But I was in Days. <laughs> I had the outfit from Days and Confused. But, oh, sh- <laughs> fuck you all. <laughs> But here's the thing. So it's Can I like, use that? Can I do the same? That was my days and you. Yeah, yeah, you, you were not. definitely days and confused oh, in that photograph. So confused. Okay, <laughs> so confused. No, but, I, but so go ahead. I'm but a, it's from you're from a small town in, in northern British in, Columbia, and is that where that photograph was taken? Yes. And so this is a, I, a, somebody you grew up with. Is that maybe twenty two? Maybe 22, 23. But see, when I first met you, people couldn't do that. This, they would never be able to expose things. Like, they'd yeah. never be able to take pictures no. like that and just... But, and, but, but not ask you, just do it. And do it to everybody that you... Like, basically, the way I look at it is, you left, you go into this, this sea... And you make all these friends. Let's say you make five, ten thousand, fifteen thousand friends, fans, whatever you want to call them. And then somebody just goes, "Put that motherfucker right there on the page," like with Let's no questions asked. That's what yeah. that was about, too. Oh, you I know. Okay. I know Richard. Richard's a good guy, but really hasn't progressed since high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's he's a, he's what he's a McConaughey. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, what I like about high so, school yeah, girls. So things are going on for other people, so every so often he just puts things up. Right, he's like, people. suck on I, you know, that funny. bag. I at, I'm just like, I don't even remember that. I think it may have been like I'd done two open mics and then I tried that, but that was my good outfit. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, you no, stole you it off hair. a couch. That my was definitely was a couch washed. pattern. That was, but that was, but that was big, big time. That was yeah, big dude, time. had a collar and shit. Had man. a collar, a pant tucked in. Oh yeah, you were tucked. Oh yes, it did have a had a lot of sweater. alcohol puff going on. <laughs> oh, puff. that was awesome. Yeah. It was, it was definitely the nineties, right? That's a nineties. You can tell 90, that's a nine. That's ninety-one. Yeah, ninety. That pattern. A lot of hair. Lot of you, you went. Is that is that the biggest your hair had ever gotten? No, it got much bigger than that. Yeah, uh, there's 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 a couple more photos floating around that I see every so often. I'm just like, did you have like a rush phase? Uh, rush phase. That, that was uh, uh, yes. A rush still going on. Uh, phase. Are you calling? Did you see phase. the picture? Is that his Getty Lee? Is that what you're saying? Well, no, but just like I can see that. No, like, that's that's they that, They had big. They had big hair for a while. They that had was, that was the big hair years. I'm yeah. sure if you look at everybody's, you either went. Uh, uh, um, 
who would you either you either went a uh, 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 cure or you went that way <laughs> right right so right yeah um <laughs> i'm not ashamed of it i'll own it but you I'll, have to, I'll be no. embarrassed about it. Right? You didn't delete it, right? You let it stay on there. What do you care? I actually posted it on other things. You did, yeah. okay? Yeah, I posted well, because what I seen it, I was just like, ha, 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 ha. oh yeah. <laughs> but, but the funny part is, you look at that and you go, holy shit. Did I grow up in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> like that—that that was okay. Yeah, I grew up in the middle of nowhere. I think the funny thing about the picture is that for some people, that could have been their peak. <laughs> if you look at the picture, right, because yeah, you're, yeah. you're working the mic somewhere, yeah. and if you had never left the hometown, that would have been like, remember yeah, that one time that bag kid did the stand-up? Like, <laughs> yeah. that would have been it. That, it was your moment, right? Which is funny, because that's who you'd think you'd take down on that, not the guy that continued on. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, okay, I'll use it. I'm like, 300 different <laughs> people have liked it and made comments on it. I'm like, come on, usually this shit I put up doesn't Yeah, exist. right, exactly. So, These yeah. people are looking. Yeah, okay. And it's curly hair, and I can't remember, did you have naturally curly hair, or did Natural you perm? curly hair, no, that... Because you're, you're like me, their curls are gone, right? Yeah, my curls are gone now. Okay. But I, I don't know if we grew it out today, would it curl up? I don't know. How, how, what's the most you've let your hair grow out over 40? Since? Mm, I don't even. I just, it annoys me. Like, you won't I, do I, it. I don't. Yeah, I, I'd, grow, I'd grow a mullet again. Yeah, a little, but that's just letting the back, back go, right? Yeah, so but you'll, you'll find out how curly it is by the mullet because yeah. you'll get the one that bounces up and up to your ears. <laughs> you know what I mean? It comes in. The, you're the like, problem Ugh. is my neck hair grows faster in the back of my oh, head what is hair. That? This is an it's issue. Like, disgusting. His back hair, he well, said the other day, had connected to his head hair, and his fucking family didn't tell him yeah, anything about it. He's so walking around. Grow, he goes, I'm growing my own hoodie. No. <laughs> I'm like, what the? I go, that's disgusting. <laughs> you made me booger up my nose. <laughs> I'm growing my own hoodie. That's awesome. You guys, okay, so it's not a mullet. We're going to grow hoodies. He's just going to go into. He's just going to go into the barber and just they just shave a line. Yeah, so there's so like just this, a moat. It's this part right here. This neck. This you don't get of, that. I get no. I get it right here. Sorry, I get it right here on the sides of the neck, but it doesn't grow. I I don't know what goes on down here. But which grows fast? So when you you have a, right. you have a short haircut right now, so which would grow faster, the neck hair or the actual hairline? Uh, I don't get that. Like you know that guy on uh, Real Sports on on HBO, the, the old guy. He's got that puffy neck hair. Do you know what I'm talking Wait, about? Uh, not Jim Lampley. Not no, Jim, no, 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 no. The no. old guy on uh, the Real, really, Real really Sports, old guy. Yeah, the really, really. I forget old. it. Oh, um, with the mustache. Yeah, he looks like he plays a vampire. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah I forget his name. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm yeah. always looking at his neck hair. I'm just always because you can see <laughs> it puffing up. Mesmerizing. Side. Yeah, you're just like in the middle of the story. He's like. I don't know. <laughs> and what he does to the, his hair up top is he just kind of does the front. Frank DeFord. Yeah, Frank DeFord. He does. He kind of doesn't know anything else is going on. Yeah, he can't see it, he's so still, it doesn't exist yeah, to him. He's never seen a 3D picture of anything. So yeah, he, he doesn't believe that anything's behind him. Can't put a mirror yeah. behind him and look into another mirror. Well, the funny part is you're like nobody does makeup or anything. Yeah, oh, show somebody, like, yeah. Is Perfect, no one go. telling this guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you're ready for TV. Get out there. I was shooting some with this guy that was in his 80s the other day, and he had one of the longest nose hairs coming out that Oof. almost was touching the top of. His and I was just like, Dude. you know, that's you can't look in the mirror and not see that or, or feel it for that matter. Uh, I just don't know where you get to that point. See, well, the reason why I was upset was because I still feel like I have some honor and dignity. You're and my still- family was like, no, you don't. Like, that's why they didn't tell me. But I can yeah, understand if you're I'm 80, pretty sure you're like, you're, fuck it, I don't I'm care. I'm pretty sure your family's like, just like screwing with you. I'm sure the boys are like, ha, ha, ha. And your wife's like, hmm, feeling good about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Time to take I mean, down yeah. the, take, When you're 80, what do you well? really care about yeah, anything? I, I, get, I think so, because I got into an argument. Uh, a guy tra- almost hit me with a car one day. And, we, and I was on my bike. Okay. And then he parked. Like, and I'm just like, you don't think I'm going to speak to you? So I go, <laughs> I go, hey, you do know 
your car is a little bit bigger than me on a bike, so just calm it down a little bit. And he's like, you guys are always riding around here. And then all of a sudden, I, just, I could see his nose hair <laughs> foaming. Just, you know, like, <laughs> they would just blow out every time oh, he took a breath. Ah! So I, I'm like, I'm just like, no, you're being a dick. And I just, I'm like, I got to walk away from this conversation because I can't stop. <laughs> so, so he thought I just gave up, but I'm just like, no. Be, no, I can't look at your, you. Your nose hair were fraying. He with, won by default. Uh, 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 I go I go get them waxed. I go, uh, like, I'll go today. I'm going to go get my eyebrows and my nose hair. What you do with it? Wait a minute. You nose, doesn't that hurt like shit? No. The it, nose hairs? It's just like, you know how you pluck them and you fucking fall? And start excuse crying. Excuse my language. Uh, that's fine. Wait, why do you keep apologizing? Yo, I, I just hear myself swearing. I'm like, I think I'm fired up from traffic still. But anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> you, when you pluck them, you, sometimes you're just like, oh, uh, and, yeah. and then you got more to go. Yeah. With wax, it's just like, boom, it's out. Ooh. Oh, so, okay. yeah, I mean, so. I, I, what it, are they, how do they get it up there? Like, just, they, just put, put, they just take a stick and they put hard wax. Do it. Just yeah, but don't it. You, you have anything left in there? No. Or you get like you a do. bikini wax, a Brazilian inside yeah, your nose. I get a Brazilian inside my nose. It's pretty good. But isn't it You'll there to breathe. protect a little bit? Yeah, a little bit, but it grows back. It grows or? back, but it grows back. What's it called? Nose hairs wax. No, made the <laughs> nose hairs. What do they call? They call like filius. I don't, I don't know. know. He doesn't have any. He wouldn't know. He wouldn't know. Yeah, <laughs> my puss is bald. <laughs> <laughs> if there's hair in the nose, play ball. Just, do you have him keep a landing strip inside your nostrils? I'm just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just give me a little, little. Give me a little touch to impress the people. <laughs> I use a little bit. I use a. Bzzz, it, I do. I do. If I can't, uh, I go to a place called European Wax Center. Get my eyebrows waxed and what about you? You get your butthole? Uh, no, um, no, but bleach? there's a, sorry, Dad. There's always a bunch of women that come in, you know, because yeah, and, and I always talk about well, well, thanks, girls, that was awesome. Thanks for waxing my puss because <laughs> I call I call my puss my face, my face my puss, <laughs> and the girls at work they love it. They're like, <laughs> 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 he said he got his puss waxed. <laughs> And the, and the other women are just horrified. Does that man have a vagina? <laughs> <laughs> Is that transitioning? <laughs> Can't use the bathroom. Which I kind of look like in that picture. Uh, <laughs> 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 transitioning. <laughs> Guys, so I was 22, was going through some things. I didn't know which way I was going. You know, your life. You know what's funny about that picture? I look at that picture and I go... This is why you really shouldn't go to college at 19, 20, 21 years old. You should wait until you're about 25. Why? What? Because you're just... I was just so confused. I guess I guess not because I'd start, I basically was dipping into comedy. Like I, I wouldn't really say I'd started comedy yet, but... What I did was, you go to school for? Uh, I was headed to school to, uh, to become an explosives engineer. Really? Yeah. So like demolish bridges and buildings? Uh, I, I was, I'd been working in a gold mine. I enjoy, and I was working for sounds uh, made up. an explosives company. Okay. Well, he was a, that would make sense from where you're from, right? That's oh, the yeah. kind of opportunities that, that gold were. mine. That's crazy. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was in a high, it was, you went up to Alaska. There's the only unmanned border where I grew up. It's just a, about an hour and a half above where I grew up. You go in there, you go into, you stop at a town called Stewart, and then you go into Hyder, and then you could come back into Canada, and there's a couple mines, but you couldn't go anywhere else, so there's no... You basically filled out a piece of paper and you put it in an envelope saying, "Hey, I came to America." It was uh, wait what? Why? So wait, so wait, wait. So where the gold mine was, that was that was, was Alaska. That was Alaska. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, it was Alaska Canada border. So I think it was some sort of co company or something. So like you that. had to leave a letter. You would leave. Yeah, you just fill out a form saying I came in and put it in the thing. There was nobody there. So, <laughs> what, so you didn't have to fill out a form at all. Yeah, really, and nobody ever filled out a form. I'm sure they got one a year, yeah, two. Germans, it was we had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving a bunch of comments. But yeah, uh, 
America was great. We thought it would be bigger. <laughs> um, but there was a town called Hyder there, and there was three bars, and it was all, I guess it was all, it was started by Vietnam uh, guys getting not going to Vietnam. Oh, oh they were draft, hiding. Draft oh, that's why they called Hyder. I don't know. I don't know why, but I get. But that's where that's it, funny. The town started because but draft it's Dodgers just from... three bars. It's three bars. What else is there? Just some ho- homes and bars. So all, all the shopping's done on the other side in Canada. So there's bars there, and uh, they made their own alcohol called Everclear. Oh my God, they made Everclear. Yep. John's excited. 190 not, proof. Not excited. Yeah, I used to drink Everclear. In not high school. excited. How could you drink more? Because you'd take a shot of it. Oh, my God, never. No, no, we mixed it, dude. And if you, if you throw it up, you had to do a shot. If you threw it up, you had to buy the whole bar Oh, a drink. Is but it that bad? It, you get, yeah, it's, it's gasoline. grain alcohol. Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, cleaning proof, agent. Yeah. It's... They call it getting hydrized. You'd be, <laughs> we'd, get, we, but we'd come down from the mine. So you had it. Oh, yeah, we'd come oh, down okay. from the mine and just party there all night. And then go back up to the mine. How, never, how how but did the partying consist of just one drink? No, uh, no. Of you'd, course you'd, not. You'd yeah. have one shot of that. And then, oh. and then you have 15 beers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, you clear out your system with that. And Oof. It, but there was, I remember the bar we'd hang out with, it was just all dollar bills, dollar bills on the wall. American dollar bills and Canadian $2 bills. They just, every time, I guess people, I don't know why they'd put them up there, but I'm like, why isn't anybody taking this stuff? <laughs> how, how old were you at this Let's time? This you place. Uh, when I was doing that was 19. You were 19, 19 yeah. Because I, when, I, when I graduated high school, I was 17, and I went to, uh, my grandma happened to pass away about the same time. So we ended up going to Australia. I stayed after my grandma's funeral for about another nine months. Oh, because you wow. lived in Australia yeah. for a little. I didn't know that. Yeah. My mom's was from there, so we go back and oh, forth cool. every so often. So there was family there. So you had a place. We had, I had a place. I stayed with my grandfather. And uh, Did you stay and promise to take care of him, but you didn't? Nope. Uh, okay. No, because there was other cousins there. Oh, okay. And uh, my also had an aunt. Aunt Claire was there. It was weird. They had like, a, it wasn't a huge house, but they had about six bedrooms and then also uh, a guest house out the back. So Craig, the oldest cousin, lived in the uh, guest house. I lived in one room. Uh, my cousin Sharon was there and my cousin um, Tyrone. Tyron. <laughs> I call him Tyron, but I was like Tyrone. <laughs> and my Aunt Claire, and there was like, there was, yeah. Was, what did you do when you lived there? Uh, I uh, Did you have to work? Yeah, I did have, I, my uncle, uh, one of my uncles was a, um, an accountant, and one of his uh, clients was a carnival. Awesome. So he's like a traveling, a traveling carnival. Yeah. He said, "You're going to see some of Australia. You're going on the road with a carnival for a month and a half." Oh my God! Wait, you were you, a carny. You no wait. Yeah, you was, you were the accountant for the carnies. No, you were a I carny. Was, oh, wait, he made you go. I am Ian Bag. I run no, the teacups. Yeah, basically, I'm Ian Bag. I helped put up the Ferris wheel. Yeah, <laughs> you built it. Yeah, we yeah. Were, we <laughs> built it, and I was just like, "Don't get on that." Cause yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not really sure. You. Lifey, Lucy, righty, tidy. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. That left side, that might come down. Oh, fuck. Holy, that's a lot of pressure, right? I did did three different places. I did Adelaide, uh, Melbourne, and Brisbane with them. No accidents, I'm assuming, though. You you did okay? No accidents? Uh, I think I got thrown off. Like something hit me and threw me off. (laughs) Yeah. It was was the most... When people talk about carnivals now, I'm just like, no. No. Okay, so did did you see any accidents while you were a part of it? Did the accidents happen? I got hit by something. You did? Yeah. But you were like... like the, like the one of the rides hit me. Yeah. <laughs> <And> threw me. 
And what do they? You do you go and complain to somebody or no? They, like, they were all they were oh, just, they're carnies. That was dude. the first they, time I'd so, ever that was the first time I'd ever seen anybody do heroin. Oh yeah, fun. Yeah, like uh, I was helping with a ride, and the guy goes, "Hey, come on in here." And then and uh, they're like, uh, they sh- they're "Like I can't remember what kind of ride it was, but it was closed off." And <laughs> two guys come in, and they're like, "You want to do this?" And then they pulled out a needle. Whoa! And they fuck, and then I just watched. They were doing lines. They were just they were, fuck shooting up. Yeah, they were shooting Ugh. up, and one needle. Oh, oh yeah, you yeah. want you want to join us? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's like, cool, I'm man. Just like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Have fun with your AIDS. Is this post? Yeah. Is this post AIDS boom? No, this is. Peak, massive. This is like 1989. Oh, dude. Oh, okay, so this you're is when sharing were... needles in 89. You are fucked. Yeah. 80, you know why I know it's in 89? Because I uh, that that would be the uh, the Def Leppard, with the first album without the arm. That's the first time I heard that. <laughs> Pyromania. I connect connected. Or not to, Pyromania, no. uh, uh, Hysteria. Yeah, I yeah. connect that to heroin. Oh, wow. Because that's, I heard that. And, <laughs> and then you saw this guy do heroin. <laughs> You're like, love hurts, I, my, love friends. My, my thing, if you put it in your mind, you're like, I wonder how that guy did heroin pulling arm. <laughs> I'm sure he figured he it found, out. As I say, he found a way. There are other veins in the toes, body. Toes. Oh, the drummer. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was, just, uh, it was, it was yeah. I, yeah, I've seen a lot. And then... Uh, and you're only uh, on the road with the carnival for what? A month and a half. A month and, and, and a half. Okay. Now you got out. Is that why you only left a month and a half? You were looking My uncle said, you're going for... I just want you to see some... Because I was in Sydney... He was concerned that I would only see Sydney. Oh, so he wasn't like you stay with him for uh, you stay. No, you learn your life lessons was, with no, the carnival. No, I, was, I was like, hey, you can go. He, go, he goes, it's, look, it's going to be weird. <laughs> yeah, he uh, knew though there were carnies. Goes, but uh, these, these, uh, th- this is one of my big accounts, and uh, they're, they're going to take care of you. So just did g- they take care with the nice? They're carnies. They yeah, don't give a there shit. Was some, I remember there was some that were just so nice, and then there was some that were just carnies. Where did you yeah. sleep and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> On a hay bed. I lived in a caravan. Because so when I, when I see the caravan in the in the in the in the Brad Pitt movie, I'm like, eh, they're carnies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we lived in a, in a in a park. They just put us in a park you, was, wherever you went, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember because it was. I remember that uh, uh, was the first time I'd had bacon in Australia. Whoa! And they, why is that? Why does it? Because what? they don't cook it. Oh, what they like. And then they eat it. And that's that's done. Ooh, yeah, and I yeah. Remember, and I remember thinking, oh, this thing's good. That's not done. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> this is why you're not leaving Australia because you all got worms. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, they got rickets. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was it was interesting. And then I came back, and then uh, to Sydney or to Canada, to back Canada, to Canada. Okay. I was well, wait, like, so you but only so you only worked for the month and a half, and then I you worked just for a month and a half. Out? I, was, uh, I think I I did uh, a couple other like I would do odd jobs like. Uh, uh, what, what do they call them? Uh, temp, temp jobs. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would just, I work. I'd work in a warehouse here. Yeah, I did a, a bunch of this. Yeah. yeah. So, but you didn't. You had no intentions of staying in Australia. You just wanted to uh, hang for a while. I was just. I, yeah, I was just checking it out. You know, I like. I, I grew up in a small town. Like you wanted so this to see was, the world. I, completely I was, different, right? The environment completely, is completely different from grew, where you were from. I grew up in this town in the middle of nowhere that was isolated. And I'd never been to Vancouver. I'd never been to any big city in Canada. But I had been to Sydney. Wait, hold on. My so mom and dad. That's it. Yeah, that's the only big city you saw when you were growing up. You, I, well, I think I was like young child, like four, uh, eleven, and then seventeen. Okay, the, and the only thing that I know for big city is Sydney. So I skip right over Vancouver. Right, I'm going to go hang out in Sydney for a while. Right, so that's what, that's what I did, and um, yeah, it was it was uh, it was fun. It was it was it was, uh, and I my 
family lived in amazing like areas like DY and Montevale, which is right on the beach, North Shore. It's like stupid. So I was living in paradise. Basically. Oh, okay. Wow. So, uh, so how would one go? This is paradise. I'm going back to. But you just you know when you're a kid. You're just kind of like, oh, I want to go see my friends. Oh, okay. I want to go. I want to go hang out. So you were tight with a lot of your friends. I was tight. With, I was tight with my friends, and then I was like, I want to go home, and you know. So I went home, and then I was like, oh, <laughs> was the weather? What was the weather like when you left, and what was the weather like when you got home? Uh, was it? Were you snowing? So it was mm. sunny where you were. Yeah, you went I back, went from... back in like February. <laughs> oh like God! Yeah. Oh. So I went from the hottest time of the year in Australia to the coldest <laughs> time of the year in fucking Canada. And it was. It was. It was so. <laughs> I don't know how to explain. It was it was one of those I guess I do you just you know when they say you can't go home again yeah you really can't go home again and if you're one of those people that can go home again you weren't meant to leave but I I was meant to leave yeah so when you so, got back you knew right away this I was knew, not going to be a I knew, I was like okay we're going to figure this out and then we're going to get out of here yeah. now so, but, but but here's the but thing I still though. know because I I still wanted to do stand up at this point you had not done it I had not done stand up I had not seen it live yet. I uh and and not and I just didn't. Where I were didn't, you getting it? I mean, you were such a small town you grew up in. Like where? Because like, I mean, I can point to. Like, we went to record stores and stuff, and I would buy Bill Cosby tapes my, and whatever. My parents had Bill Cosby tapes, and then are we allowed <laughs> to talk about that anymore? Do we have to? Say I know. Do we have to pretend like we never well, liked Bill Cosby? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, well, <laughs> we didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't know he's putting it our mothers on to the sleep. tape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't part. If you didn't play, if you played it backwards, you didn't get that. Right, right. It was <laughs> yeah, like right. Motley Crue <laughs> albums. Fuck the women when they're asleep. <laughs> what? What? Uh, Mom? So, Dad? But when I was in the seventh, sixth, or seventh grade, uh, um, somebody brought—is it delirious? What was this? Delirious, the first one with the red jumpsuit. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know because. It was a tape. Oh well, the first one was called. Comedian. Oh, you got a somebody made a with tape bo- with Boogie in the Butt. Nope. Or the, what was, no. then it was Delirious. It was Delirious. Yeah. I, I don't because it wasn't even. It was somebody taped a tape of a tape. Of right, tape. right, right, right. So that was you have that. the shitty version yeah. or shitty quality. And that was the uh, that was like like oh ho 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 yeah. And then um, somehow Sam Kinison came into my life when I was about twelve. Wow! Just, now you say that was he a main was he the main influence on you? The like uh, Eddie Murphy was no. was funny, or who is your who is uh, the uh, one where uh, you're the, like the, the uh, influences were uh, Bill Cosby from the records, but I would see Jonathan Winters on things. Oh, but see that makes more sense that, to me about you, you yeah. than but, Bill Cosby does because you're not a tradition like well, Cosby's a storyteller, <clears throat> but Cosby is Cosby could paint. And it, it, you could, I could, because we listened to records. Yeah, you I could, could see what he was talking he about. Talked okay, about. yeah, okay. And that's the influence on me because everything I saw was a cartoon. Oh, okay. And okay. I think my comedy is just kind of a cartoon, like it. And and with with Jonathan Winters, it was you could you could just you didn't have to stay inside the lines. Coloring outside the lines was okay. Yeah, so, he, Jonathan Winters is one of the funniest human beings so ever. So funny. Yeah. I, I seen him... Uh, you saw him? I saw him uh, when I lived in Hollywood one day. I just happened to see this flyer that he was doing a talk at the SAG After Building. And I went there and it was basically one of those James Lipton type of things. Yeah. And he they did a question and answer period with Jonathan Winters and... Uh, I don't know. That's that building on Wilshire. That yeah. That so that's theater on Wilshire. So I I think it's maybe five hundred, maybe four hundred people. So I just sat there and was just in awe. And then he yeah I it was when I really I didn't I learned 
I didn't know how sad of a person he was. Yeah, you didn't know about the depression yet. I didn't know. <clears throat> you just I thought he was a crazy. Yeah, you say at least Goofy's fun. Yeah, so he fun. must always no. be a good time. No, he's you. His imagination works because he didn't want to be anywhere near where he was. Reality. Yeah. So he talks about uh, how his parents hated him, basically. Yeah, which is so fucking crazy. It's it, he went to war. He came back. They had sold everything of his because they expected him to die. Jesus. Yeah, he did not have a nice upbringing. His family was not nice to him, man. It was really sad. I always thought when he checked himself into the psych ward that he was happy. He got checked into the psych ward. People put him in. I didn't know. And he never, he thought he would never get out of there. Yeah. So, and yeah, it sounds like his wife is just basically a saint. So, (laughs) just like, just like would make him feel worth something. Yeah. So that's I, yeah, why his, John's his, getting married now too. His um, she wants his money. His yeah, all of it, all <laughs> that stand-up cash. But uh, <clears throat> he does a. Mark Marin did a really great interview with Jonathan Winters shortly before he died. It must have been like so close. <clears throat> yeah, it was. He went to Santa Barbara. He went to his house, and he, he went to because I heard you could go to a bank, and he would be sitting in the bank, and you could talk to him. He was just that's what he would do. He would just hang out and talk to people. Uh, I, I, I wish I would have known that. I well, would have totally I, gone to that bank in Santa Barbara and tried But you to had to pick the right day. Right, we right. Because I was I'm like, I want, I want to go there. And then yeah. he died not too long after I heard. So you uh, never talked to him? I, I think I did get to say hi to him that night. Okay. That thing, but no think, extended conversation. No extended yeah. conversation. But I, 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 I remember something about being able to tell him how much of an influence he was. Okay. And not not saying, hey, I'm a comedian. I would just say, right. you, you, you influenced my life and, and like you'll never know how. Yeah. And, and of, course, <clears throat> of course, when somebody tells you that, you're confused and you're like, okay, yeah, good. <laughs> you don't, it was basically, yeah. and I, I sometimes, people will say something to me and I, it brings me back to the look he had on his face. Because I also seen, and people, everybody thinks that I'm influenced by him, but I'm not, uh, is... Uh, Don Rickles. Don Rickles. I knew it. I just saw Don Rickles at the Saban Theater, but yeah, I could see how people are like, I'm sure you're influenced by Don Rickles, because you make fun of everybody all yeah, the time. Yeah, I, but I, no, no, mine's not. But it is mine, different. Mine's yeah. not about making fun of people. Mine's <laughs> about taking something that they say and throwing it in the air and coming back with something completely different. Right, right. Yeah, because you don't, like, Don Rickles, like... You, there's no way you could do what Don Rickles does because you would be ba- labeled racist. Like he yeah. literally calls black people brother man, Chinese people ching chong chang, and like he but he does that shit. But then gets a black guy and a Chinese guy on stage, and then is like, oh, you're Chinese? Well, you know, makes fun of the guy. The kid is laughing. Everyone's laughing as they <clears> should <throat> be because there's no hate behind. No, it. and then at the end, dude, he gets these guys to do this funny thing. It's hilarious. They sit down, and then these two guys in tuxedos comes out with fucking each like five hundred dollar bottle of wine and gives these kids wine. It's like here you go. Here's some fucking wine. He's like, you guys are all right. I like you guys. It was like, you know what I mean? It's just like your uncle going, yeah, all right. Here's an old joke I have, and then you're just like, oh, you're fun. You just saw him recently, right? You yeah, went, yeah. I, he's gonna I, be. He's ninety. He just turned ninety in May. But I saw him in like February with uh, Michael Shea, another guest of uh, the show. Shea, not Che. He's a well, who's the, what's the difference? Well, one <laughs> is a black kid on SNL, and one is a oh, a, okay. a white director who I've worked with. Which one do you love? I know the uh, white director. Oh, that's probably better. Of course, <laughs> Damn, yeah. Hey, brother man. <laughs> the um, so you didn't. So you were influenced by comedy, but you didn't. You knew you wanted to do it, but you took years before you were willing I to do it. Were you it shy? Out. No, I couldn't. Were you not? Or were you a class clown? Um, I don't say class clown because that's too obvious. I was but. the kid. I wasn't the class clown. And you know what? I heard James Gordon on 
on on uh, Stern Stern the other day, and I don't know if anybody listened to it, but he I listened said, a little bit. Yeah. Stern said, "Were you funny in school?" And he said, "Yeah, but." So everybody else was too, and he said some of the guys that he went to school with are the funniest people, dude. Yeah, and I feel the exact same way. Like fucking Richard Blaine's man was hilarious, and he's still a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, but the guys that I went to school with were hilarious. I was the kid that you wanted to be around when we did things because I had commentary on everything. Okay. I was that guy. If we went on a field trip, you were going to want to be beside me because I was... Making fun of everything. So you were already holding your skills, if you will. Without knowing it because that's just your personality. It was just my my personality. Yeah, funny. I seen... I I see stand-up, but I couldn't figure... I I was like, I want to do that, but I couldn't figure out the logical steps to get there. There was nothing in right, your Right, because you can't right? just do an internet search and go, how the fuck did you become a stand-up Because there was no comedian? internet. Exactly. Right. It was, it was the, I, was, I grew up at that, that perfect time. I, I, I don't know if it's perfect time, but I grew up at that time where things were accessible if you were there. What do you mean? Like if you, went, if if you was, came to California, if you came to Southern California. Or, or you, if you went to Vancouver, right. you could figure out, you, or you were from Vancouver, it was there logic. was a newspaper there was, that had a list of open mics that you could was look open, at. There yeah. was open mics, and you knew you could just go to a comedy club. Whereas I was like a thousand miles north of Vancouver. Yeah, you'd have to a make your own miles show. From Edmonton, you'd have to make a show. But how do I make exactly. my own show? How the fuck you know? Did how to I? Do that? Do, 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 I, I we used to do. We used to make uh, uh, me uh, myself, Trent, and uh, Kevin Moldenhauer, and a couple. We had well, I call them the extras. Used to make. <laughs> We used to make these stupid Background. movies, but we'd have to. We'd, nobody, nobody knew about editing, so we had to put it all together on the one tape. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So 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 we, and we and uh, took forever to shoot yeah, something. And, Let's start again. Uh, I remember that the, uh, the there was two twins, and there was Dan Fraser and myself would do Don Cherry's Rock'em Sock'em. We I would always play Dave Semenko. <laughs> Uh, and I would always end up beating everybody up, and and, and, and uh, uh, Dan would be Don Cherry, and we'd we'd do these sketches for. Uh, it was a simple, simple acting class, but we did things that we thought were funny. So I kind of I had that going on, and the guys that were around me, they enjoyed doing it. Did they want to? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't wasn't know as much of a passion. Are you the only I, one that actually pursued it? Um, out of all your friends, stand, uh, stand up or comedy. Comedy. Nobody else wanted to do comedy. I know some guys okay. now. There's a guy that called, we called Jughead that was a couple <laughs> years older than me. Uh, Jamie. Uh, I know. I know. He when I talk to him, I know he goes. I wish I had had the balls. He didn't. Okay. Do you know? I can yeah. tell just by the way he talks to me. It's. It's. He's. He wishes. Not, he's you. not jealous, but he's kind of. He's kind of thrilled for me. Yeah. But he's. He wishes he's, it. that he because. He was maybe five years older than me, so th- that was out of his realm too. Like I grew up in a town where, when they taught you mechanics, it was because you're going to work, work at the mill. Yeah, I grew, if they taught you woodworking because you're going to build a house, it wasn't that that time where these people now have these HGTV shows or these uh, Jesse James, where you know you, you could make uh, a living out of doing something that is. I'm not saying mundane, but normal, but make it the abnormal. So there was, you know, guys would build cars at home, but nobody ever thought about doing that as a career. Right, right. Like it wasn't, it wasn't there. But you, so you realized, <clears throat> so the first time you did stand up, was it in, was it in your hometown or did you, no, you, had, you had to leave? No, I left. Okay, I so. I remember coming home from the mine 
and I had a plan. This is after you came back from... After I came back from Australia. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I hung around for about three more years, so I would say 22, 23. That would be about that time of that. So, so graduated in 87, so 89, so 91, 92 is when I went to Vancouver. Uh, when you say you went to Vancouver, did you have friends down there, or did you? No, like, you just decided. I went with Trent, my buddy Trent France, and uh, had an uncle, and he said we could stay at his place because he was going away for two months. Oh, nice! So and, it was a temporary stay. And it was a temporary stay, but honest to God, things just—I was—I, and I know it's luck, but things I can't explain how much luck is in my life. Even though it's not, I'm not. I like. I, I I live a great life. I've made I make money from doing stand up. Everything in my life is from what I do. I don't really consider myself successful yet. I think I'm kind of on the way. Who knows? But I don't think I'm successful. But my luck has been fucking insane. Like absolutely insane. Like things blip blip for a reason. Yeah. And that was Trent's uncle. Uh, he was going away, so we came down. Um. I had a bunch of money because I worked in this gold mine. And they didn't have anything to spend it on in your town. It's not like you were... Never. Did you have any thousands gold teeth? Dollars in rent or? Yeah, I, gold. I wish. Now, I <laughs> probably would have pulled those out and sold them. <laughs> Anyways, uh, um, so Trent's uncle goes away on vacation for two months. And, and I'm honest, he's an older guy, so I'm pretty sure he went to Indonesia or something like uh, that. Oh, one know, of those like deals. Okay. So whether it be boys or girls, <clears> you know, yeah. living by himself. So we live in this apartment... <laughs> And uh, and there's a crazy old Chinese guy who owns the apartment buildings, and he's like, "Hey, somebody's moving out of that place over there. Do you want to live there?" <laughs> so we're like, "Yeah." So I move in. We're there. Uh, Trent's uncle comes back. We move into there. Um, oh, and by the way, this is the first time I ever did cocaine was <laughs> was in Trent's. As a side apartment. note, uh, well, it's, it's very interesting. Why? Because you guys found it at Trent's uncle's. No, oh, okay. the guy that actually I had talked to that played in a band. That I uh, I just talked to him when he because every so often a band would come to Terrace and I talked to him and he said oh my friend's a stand up and I was like really can you tell me about stand up and I, I talked to him about stand up he goes yeah I can help you get on stage and so we became friends with him because I was like oh I'm, that guy's gonna help me get that on stage help me get on stage because I I was I, now I'm like I want to do it but I have still I'm still at the point where I have no clue. A plus B equals C. Like how you would write your jokes, yeah, how you would, no, what nothing. kind of material you nothing. would do, what you think nothing. is funny to talk about. So, even though I've done these sketches and <clears throat> written comedy and, and have this ability to... But it's different. Right. You're, you're acting with your friends. You're, right. you yeah, know. yeah. So as we say before, everybody we know is funny. We're all funny, but now can you focus it into the funnel? And get other people who you don't know to laugh. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So... So he comes over and he's like, "Hey, you guys, want to uh, try some? You want? You guys want to do some blow?" And, or, and it's nineteen ninety four, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was ninety three or something like that. Like, yeah, and Trent's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Okay." So we okay. Up, this is the first time game for it. anything. Yeah, so and we have no idea we're starting out with a major <laughs> addict. So the guy that gave you the blow. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Three days later. Oh you yeah, know, like one of those things. Wait, so you didn't just he try it? Stop. For, he you didn't try it for he a tried while. It you once, tried it for three he, days. He tried yeah, it yeah. once first for time, three days. First time was for three days, oh and I think God. a couple more times after that. And I'm just like, why? I, and I just, I don't. I, I would see the people. I'm like, I don't like the people that I'm having to see. And I'm right now. I'm trying. I, I because of that, I'm trying to write a bit about people that do pill. Everybody does ecstasy now, right? And I'm just like, 
why do you buy something off of somebody you wouldn't even share a water with? Dude. <laughs> like, yeah. the guys that make that shit, you wouldn't even... Like you, no. yeah. Like no. What are you <laughs> thinking? Like, yeah. I mean, look uh, at somebody buying crystal meth. Where do you think that comes from? That comes from some hayseed uh, with like missing. That's teeth. what, it, that, that's what like, I'm saying. You wouldn't. You wouldn't let that guy put his lips on your water. No. Why, <laughs> no. I wouldn't let that guy you, look at something I was drinking. Why would you think yeah. he can put 18 chemicals together right. with not adding some sort of brick or something? <laughs> You'd get a cold sore just looking at <laughs> yeah, the guy. Exactly. Sorry if I spit so, on you. So, cold sore. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so so we move into this apartment and Trent. Just comes to me one day. We've been there for two weeks, and goes, "I'm I'm moving home. I just don't don't like it." This is after the coke binge. Yeah, I, no, this is months. Uh, oh, okay. Maybe maybe still partying going on at this time, but I, I'm like, okay. So uh, and I, you were committed. I was staying. Okay. And so I had an, another another um, 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 uh, guy move in, and how are you making money? Uh, I ended up getting a job at a sign shop. Okay. I was working at a sign shop, but. They made signs for like gas stations and stores, okay. and I would uh, uh, just basically make the packages that the signs were shipped away from. Oh, okay. So boring, was, boring work pays boring bills. Work, and I was just like having fun, you know, just like, and still nowhere near doing stand up. So, so this guy moves in, uh, and he's a drummer. He and uh, uh, his girlfriend, I, I think they, they, she may have moved in. I seen her boobs a lot. It was weird, uh, but. Uh, and but anyways, the Asian guy goes. Oh, I thought Trent's. Uh, I thought Trent was gonna live here. So Trent's not living here. So you guys have to move out. So, so you gotta find. Wait a minute. So you were oh, considered wow. the bad, the bad seed. Uh, no, he's just like because I, I I don't know what it was, but we're, I'm just like he okay. was friends with Trent's uncle. Yeah. So like, uh, so, okay. so we found. Uh, I we go. We found a house that was available, like, and he had some friends that were musicians. So we got this house. And nothing was around it because they were building a, a, a sky train or a, a subway down the street. So everything else had been torn down and we only <laughs> had this house. house. So they could practice. They could practice. and Nobody complained. And I still had no idea. Well, because I, I was there, but now... Car? Uh, no, uh, no, no car. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm in Vancouver, but I'm now, I'm now just having fun and running stupid. Right. So now, so I'm just like, oh, okay, I got to make a decision here if I'm going to do this or if I'm going to school, right? So I go, I talk to the, the guy that helped us find cocaine, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'll talk to this guy. So he gets us tickets, and we go watch a stand-up show. And it's the first time you've seen it live. So you went to a real comedy club. You didn't go to like a bar or something to, like no, that. I went, went to, to I went to the Punchline in uh, Punchlines in Vancouver. It was in Gastown. And I remember the background, the back, the, like they had a background of the city of Vancouver. And I was just like, I want to perform in front of that. Like in my head, I was just like, yeah. that's, that was my goal. I was just like, I Did you get perform. the warm and fuzzies when you wa- were watching somebody perform live? Like, did you feel right away when you were watching that? Uh, or were you more like, what's, I'm just looking at everything to see what's going on here? Um, I didn't get the warm and fuzzies. I was just watching everything that was going on. But I was also like... I like this. I like this. This is. Did you remember who you were watching? I remember the. Uh, I seen David Bruce, uh, a comic out of Vancouver and a comic out of um, um, Toronto called Evan Carter. That's the first two people you and saw, they, and they're real. They were they were funny. Would I say that now? I don't know. <laughs> you know I mean, no, but so, back then your point then. of reference, right? So and then <clears throat> and then I'm just like, I want to do this, and I'm like. Uh, and I see a sign on the wall. It's got uh, a contest. They're having an amateur contest. I'm like, I guess that's how I have to do it. And it's in, 
I think this is in February or something like that, and it's in June. So, of course, the summer months, when it's slow, they have those contests, right? So I come up with five minutes of material, and I'm, I go downstairs, and I practice with the band mic, and, you know, like, I do it like everybody else did. And yeah. And I'm, I'm writing my jokes in my hand, and I'm, you know, I'm practicing uh, for about four months, and then I go to this, this, finally I get the balls to go to this thing, and I go there. And I get on stage, and I'm so nervous, all the jokes have sweat, sweat off your hand. Ah. So I end up talking to the crowd immediately. It's, and I start doing impressions of fish with my hands. And some other guy wins that night, and I don't win, but apparently I come in second or third or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, I guess, I guess it's over. That's what I... Thank. Like, oh, I, like, no cl- oh, I oh. tried stand up. It didn't work. I didn't <laughs> that's, win. That's exactly yeah. what I thought. Because you don't know. And when I was walking out, the manager of the club happened to say to me, "Hey, you're really funny. You should come back and do open mics." You had and at, at that, and you're I, like, no, "Oh, okay. like, you're like an open like, what now?" Like uh, open mic. Yeah, I, but, I, was, I was like, "I think I've been I, like I'm like I've been invited to do open mics." Yeah, you're just like knowing, getting called over to the couch on yeah, the Tonight Show. Not, you're like, not "Dude, anybody can do it in real life." <laughs> like for for you know, like I, I homeless saw, people can go to open so, mics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, oh, and I found out immediately after. You know, like, oh, everybody can do this. I'm like, so so that's the only reason I continued on was because I was invited back. Wow, wow, so good that, for that club owner. When I say luck, yeah, like that's kind of you would have walked away and yeah, went to school it right just kinda, after that. Yeah, yeah. So, so I went back and honestly, it didn't take long before they started giving me 10, like, and I had no jokes at the beginning at all. I just did jokes about my name and about, you know, like, and nothing. They, shit that everyone kind of, yeah, you know, it, you don't know too out, much. But, it's like, but they were nice enough. They, like, I think only took me about a year before I started featuring for people. Oh, wow. Yeah. And and emceeing and stuff like that. And, no, I, and in I, Canada, emceeing is be- better yeah. than featuring, right? They, so my, my whole goal, because they didn't, they only opened up that the curtain to see that scape, that landscape of Vancouver on the weekends. My whole goal was to get on stage on Friday and Saturday night to do it in front of that. And I remember the first time I got to do it, I was fucking cloud nine, yeah, cloud nine, cloud nine, and I was uh, I was uh, doing ten minute spots on a show with Billy Mitchell on it. And there was a bathroom in the back, and I, I walked in the bathroom, <laughs> and he was fucking his girlfriend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and she's bent over like a window, looking out the window. <laughs> and I just remember opening the door, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I'm never going to get to work again. I'm never going to get to work again. <laughs> and meanwhile, he's laughing. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's like, laughing. what do he's I care? Probably, more than, than like, he's like, come on, take a look at it. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. But, uh,. <laughs> I remember my be- my my most favorite memory of that was um, I got to go see uh, Sam Kinison. Oh wow! Saw Sam Kinison. I saw Carl Lebeau and um, um, who's the redheaded guy? You know who I'm talking about? Uh, that used to open up for him all the time. Um, Irish guy from uh, from Philadelphia. Tall redheaded guy. He was on crutches. I thought it was hilarious. Anyways, I saw. <laughs> I, I thought they they were so funny. They were so funny to me. And then I went back, and the club we could go to the club to watch stand up. So I'd go watch stand up because I was still starting out. So I wasn't working on weekends or anything. I was just you know. And it was uh, it was Drake Sather. I don't know if you're familiar with Drake Sather. Name sounds familiar, but fucking funniest guy I've ever seen. He just blew my mind up. He was just so he was so um, he's just deadpan, and he was. 
he was just brilliant. He was. I think he he he's wrote a ton of movies. He's actually dead now. Oh, he killed himself. But if you look, he. I remember his, my favorite joke was he, he's, he's watching the Ronald McDonald. Uh, Ronald McDonald House Telethon and they get to a million dollars and he's like, how big of a house does this fucking clown need? <laughs> oh, I know that joke. Yeah. I've heard that joke, yeah. And he, was, he, he was he was just, I just remember thinking he was like a, he was like a rock star to me. I was just like, this guy's amazing. So did you define what you thought great comedy based on their style and their performance or what the audience, how the audience reacted to them, or was it all to you? Like, what was what was it for you? I don't, I don't even know if I remember the audience being around me. Like, to be honest with yeah. you, I didn't. I didn't. So need, that didn't. That's I, not way into it. No, I was just remember like the way there, the way they, they touched my brain. Like, honest to God, their words, the way it hit my brain. That's what it's always been. It's, um. It's like when guys make movies and stuff like that, you know, it's you suddenly you kind of it's hard to watch stand up now, but then Yeah. You know, when you say that, to, what do you mean by that? Just the, it's it's just different in in structure you, or well, you just you know You've been doing it for so long, you've been involved you know with it for real. so long. Yeah. Like it's really hard to know. You can I can you can see through the cracks real easy. Okay. And you can see what's what's real or what's I don't and I've always hate I've always from the beginning I've hated forced comedy and I I just there's so many guys that and and, and we both we all know this that there's so many people that we grew up with that are so funny oh yeah and then there's those people that aren't that wanted to try so hard but, that- but they're they do stand up and the people that weren't funny right <laughs> Don't do stand up, and I, I I'm one of those people that just I love to laugh, and I just it, it, you can ruin it for me real quickly. So yeah, so yeah, I I don't know, but uh, <laughs> but uh, honestly, it's just it, it's 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 been luck. It's just things just keep falling all over each other. Like I, the way I ended up, uh, like I shouldn't be living in California. If, when you take a look at that photo, <laughs> there's like th- th- how, th- yeah. how fucking no. far is that from yeah. where I am now? Like that is so far. But well, my, I think my thing for you was, and I know we, we'll talk about this in the in the New York days. But the it had to have been hard if you're working the crowd. Didn't a lot of comics be like, I can't have that guy working in front of me. Oh, I yeah. don't. Yeah. So how do how were you able to? I was at the beginning. I threw that at the at the beginning. I, I even though I talked to the crowd, I was I was deadpan. I was influenced. But that time, by when I was starting out, Stephen Wright, I thought that, okay. was, that was the way you went. You just, I, I, I do basically one-liners. Okay, you know, so that's how I started. I started that way, and then it slowly grew into me. Like it took a long time for me to become me. How long do you think before? Like if you look back on your career now, when when did you start becoming the guy that we all know now? Uh, I would say around the time I moved to New York. Okay. Yeah, because New York was uh, was an eye opening experience, and that was either a, that was either I was staying in America, or I wasn't staying. Like I, it would, even though I didn't know at the time, that was a make or break situation. And, and New York was one of those things that was stupid luck too. I hit. I I, I was in Toronto because I wanted to do gigs, and I was making thirty seven fifty a show. <laughs> co-middling with a guy and doing four shows a week. So I was making like, I can't remember, I can't, you know, was it like, 
hundred and it was such bad money. So and I'm out there and I'm dating this girl and living with her in in uh, in Vancouver and thrilled because she's hot. I'm from a f- small town. Right. I was like, I can't believe I can't believe this is happening, even though I'm just getting walked on. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. one of those things. You know, so uh, I, I'm there and she's like, you got to come home now. You got to come home. I'm like, no, I got to go to I got to take a chance and go to Montreal. So I went to the Montreal Comedy Festival with no shows, no nothing booked. Just went and to hang out, slept on a couple friends' floors, moving around, moving around, um, um, and got on stage at the Comedy Works. And during the festival, during the festival, which was a coup. As I say, that's not. They don't encourage that because then every fucking comic in the world would be going up there trying to eat, sneak their way into for stage time, right? It'd be different now. Like it doesn't matter if you go yeah. there now. But uh, so yeah, back so, then but, it mattered. The fact that they put me on was insane. And I, somebody seen me, and somebody said, let's put him on a late-night show at Club Soda, which was the late-night show. <laughs> at Club Soda. At Club Soda, <laughs> which was a great venue, and I got five minutes, and so, the guy, a guy seen me, and he owned a club in New York. And that was the beginning. And he started talking to me at, like, where they, at the, uh, I don't know, some hotel, um, there, and he started talking to me. He's like, "Do you ever come down down to New York?" And I said, "Never." And he said, "If you want to come down to New York, I'll put you on stage." And he gave me his phone number, and I was like, "I got to go to New York." But and, and that time, I was just like, I was still to take take a quick route back for a second. A guy, I remember when I was so I'm about a year. I'm probably about two years into it when this happens. But when I'm in a year into it, this guy named Pat Bullard sees me. Uh, I because you're able to jump on shows, and he sees me on his show on a Wednesday or Thursday night at Yuck Yucks in Vancouver, and says to me, "Hey, this is the only advice I'm going to say to you. If you get a chance, you leave Canada. You get out of Canada as soon as you get a chance." That's what I was going to wow. ask you. What is the take of Canadian <clears throat> performers and I, comics? Is it about all about getting to the states, or that's not really the deal? I don't know if they got the same advice as me because to me, I had never planned to go to. I didn't know. Like, I'm yeah. just going to continue to work would, in the country that yeah, you lived in. I did. I, is it, why would you? You don't. But you don't, what are the opportunities really, for stand up? Not that much. So you just keep touring. You well, you or do you ba- do TV barely or? tour. You do a little bit of TV and you barely tour. Okay, because there's only nine cities, so I don't know. You know, I mean, like there's there's nine. I don't, I, I don't know how big it is now, but at that time, there was like nine different clubs. That's there was, it. There was Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, uh, Toronto, Montreal, uh, Ottawa. Um, I can't even name the rest because there just wasn't the population to support it. Yeah, they couldn't have live shows. Club. It didn't make sense for... Well, they, they could have, but they could have it at like a, a, you know, at a makeshift room, but they couldn't have it... They, no, they didn't have a comedy club. Right. But they would do so, one-nighters probably. One-nighters. You would but, try to fill those in, how in between... Could you, you can't yeah, live your life you can't, like you that. Can't let, you, no. Guys do it, though. Guys <clears throat> do it. And, they, and uh, I call it socialist comedy up there because they kind of... The MC makes almost the same money as the headliner. Oh, really? Because so, so it's a weird little thing. And yeah. when, when I tour there, I'm like, no... Get like a small. I'm, I want all the money. Like, yeah. Like, uh, but it's, yeah. So, so that's how it is. So, I. But if I hadn't got that advice, I don't know whether I would have continued on. There seems to be some sort of. This is an animal somewhere. We're about to be killed by a cougar. Uh. So, 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 so I do. Could you imagine? Yeah. It just, anyway. just comes flying through the door. <laughs> Welcome. 
Best ratings we'd have. Oh, that'd be awesome. One of us would have to die, though. <laughs> or at least be pretty Sorry, badly John. mauled. Oh, it's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, John. You can't kill the guest. Yeah. And the owner. Uh, then you got no place to do a second show. <laughs> The after show. That's right. Uh, so I end up. At, so he invites me. I, I'm. I hitchhike all the way back to because I have no money to. I'm on cloud nine. I'm like this girl's like you got to come home. And this is before cell phones. This is like me talking to her on payphones, putting coins into the payphone. Yeah, calling say, long distance. Yep. And 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 her saying you got to come home. And me going okay. And I'm not knowing that. So I hitchhike across Canada, and as soon as I get home, she dumps me. And I'm just like, what? Well, I know. Well, you tell me to come home. It's passive aggressive. It's so passive aggressive. It's just, it's, I'm just like, well, you told me you could have dumped me out there. I could have stayed out there. I didn't have to fucking sleep in the back <laughs> of a pickup truck for this. Yeah, you know. So, uh, so she's like, you're just not around enough. And then, which is true, which is fine. But then she ends up uh, dating a sailor, right? Yeah, because <laughs> they're right like, all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, have you ever heard of war? Okay, good luck. <laughs> So now I've got this biz- but it works out for perfect timing because now I've got this business card in my hand for Lucian Hold, a uh, comic strip owner and Booker. Does he still own it? Uh, no, he's dead. he's dead too. Oh. By the way, that's the uh, the other thing. Everybody I meet dies. Okay, good luck, guys. Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, I and I get a gig in Montreal for nine hundred dollars. Ooh, and it's going to cost me two hundred dollars to get there sure. for the plane ticket. So I'm just like, I'm going to go to New York. I'm just going to get on, I like make this money and I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to have a thousand bucks in my head. That's how I'm going to have a thousand bucks. Because that'll go. last five well, minutes. Because, because I'm not thinking ahead at this point. <laughs> uh, it gets to, you'll figure the how much I did not think ahead. So I, I cash in my Canadian money and come back with 600. Oh. Because times yeah. are so bad at that time with the yeah. Canadian dollar. I get on the train, go through the, through the, uh, through the, uh, immigration on the train the guy wants to know what i do and i tell him i'm a writer i'm like don't tell him stand up tell him i'm a writer and i'm just going down to new york to look at things and write about him and he's like okay and he actually looks through my books and can't read my handwriting so that <laughs> turned out to be perfect right so i'm headed down there and uh i get there and as i'm coming into new york city and i see all that i've never been to i see all the graffiti i see all this fucking you, running down you're and, like uh-oh uh-oh and I'm uh-oh because like, uh-oh, uh-oh. this is about a cultural wasteland this is 1994 uh-huh. they had not cleaned up uh, Broadway at the, not Broadway um, no, Times Square, Square was I, all still. I'll tell you stories about that too <laughs> so I'm coming through and it's just I'm just like well I probably made a bad choice this is a horrible die. mistake yeah. <laughs> I, I guess this is where I'm gonna go to die and some I just have kind of a calm over me I'm like alright I'm gonna die so and then I'm, I'm like oh, where am I gonna stay somehow I've not thought this through that I've not oh got a place God. to stay I'm you like, just showed up just showed up as I'm getting off a train, a piece of paper blows onto my foot. No, come on. Being honest to God, it's for a youth hostel. Wow. $14 a night. <laughs> wow. I've got a passport. I can stay at a youth hostel. So I... Uh, You're not 25 yet. Uh, no. No. So I go to the youth... I, I go there and they're like, oh, well, how long do you want to stay? I'm like, well, I don't know how long I'm going to stay. And they're like, okay. Um, <laughs> then why so you ask? We don't question? care. Where are you yeah. hostile? But well, they, they ask you questions. I don't don't know how long I'm gonna stay. And I'm just like, uh, it's in Chelsea. Um, I I uh, I'm just like, okay, this is interesting. I walk. I just kind of walk around for a day and kind of just like, oh, this is interesting. This is interesting. And I was like, I like New York. Just suddenly, I I like New York. So I go to the payphone and I call the number and <laughs> nobody answers. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I instantly save my coin and hang up. And right. Yeah. Don't wait for the machine. And I do that four <clears> times <throat> that day. And finally, somebody <clears throat> answers, and it's, you're supposed to leave your avails, right? And he's like, who keeps hanging up? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like hi, hi there, it's Ian Bag. Uh, I'm in town, and you said you'd put me on. Oh, yeah, I remember. He goes, yeah, yeah, um, I'll put you on tonight. So I'm like, okay. So I go, and he puts me on, and I eat my ass yeah. so hard. And different he, crowd, huh? Different, like just shocked. And I'm talking about being Canadian. What club is this? This is a comic strip on 82nd okay. and two yeah 82nd and second okay so and they they're a bunch of puerto ricans they don't give a shit about me being from canada yeah so never I, been to canada don't know what canada is it's so like, so i do the whole weekend just the, i do the check spots and just get nailed and they pay me 25 dollars under the table every night just yeah but he money. didn't he didn't kick you to the curb he saw something he and it was just something. nice okay so so and i'm just lucky and and i just remember the acts i had to follow i just remember Chappelle. Oh my god! I tell. I remember Romano. I remember uh, oh, just you. You name it. They were. They were yeah. And then there was this act that used to go on all the time on the late spot, and that was that was Red Johnny and the Round Guy. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They used to be on MTV, and they've killed. They killed like nothing I'd ever seen killed. Really? Before. Like honest to God. I, at the time, I was just like, "Holy fuck! I've never seen anything like this before." And they just destroyed like like people just throwing their hats in the air and clapping and the war is over and I'm just like, <laughs> uh, and, and I'm I'm getting the check spots and just like meh, 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 meh. and I just and uh, it just slowly grows it slowly grows and I'm because it, it, it's it, you, you have to fight your way through it. That's you what you realize, right? You have yeah. to. You have to. You. It, you either let it eat you up a lot, yeah, and you walk like, away, or you. Yeah. You go fuck this. I'm still gonna do it. So yeah, I'm just like. And then uh, there was a guys around, and I was like, "Hey, you're funny. Don't even worry about it." You know, like so. I'm just like, and they're like, "That's the check spot. That's you're supposed to now. You're supposed to get faced on that. Yeah. That's what. You, that's what you was do." Was Atel crushing back then too? Yeah, yeah. Atel Romano would destroy too. I'm just trying to think of all the names. It, would, it was just like, yeah, it was just insane. Colin Quinn, just like all these guys. So, uh, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm not giving up. So and by that, and I slowly get stronger. And then I'm there for eight weeks staying in this youth hostel. And by the end of it, every night, and I wouldn't really, I would just hang out, but I wouldn't tell anybody about myself at the club. And I just hang out and kind of get to know the people. But at the end, they're like, What's up with you, dude? What, like <laughs> one night you'll bring in a bunch of Germans, the next night you'll bring in a bunch of Asians. <laughs> oh, like, so you would invite people from the yeah, hospital because like, we'd to hang out at the hospital. Yes, yeah, so I'd always have a different group come with me. Group yeah, with you, so, like, and I was like, "What is up with you? Like, <laughs> you a I'm travel like, agent?" I was like, oh, "I'm living in a youth hostel," and they're like, "You're doing what?" <laughs> Which I think kind of gave me a little bit. Like people are like, "Fuck, this guy's going for it." He so, means business. Yeah. And then one night, uh, Lucian. Put me on just before there, there was a showcase for Conan O'Brien, and he put me on just as they walked in. And then the next acts were supposed to be for the showcase. He put me on, and they seen me, and they're like, Do you want to do Conan O'Brien? Hold Holy on a second. Shit. So let's, let's stop there for one second. So, wow. This is, so during that eight weeks, did you change what you were talking about? Because yeah. Did you re- oh, I, did you start I, getting rid of all the whatever you were doing up in Canada? I like, did a little, what I was, was the game doing, plan? I, I changed. I just talked about New York. I just okay. started talking about New York and I, everything that I seen. I still had a little bit of Canadian jokes, and I still had some some stuff going on. I just kind of refined it. Just suddenly, suddenly that shit that you got away with in Canada 
just wasn't there anymore. It's just all gone. You're just like chopping and slicing and slicing and chopping. Which I understand because when I came from Wisconsin, I did my Wisconsin jokes for a couple of weeks and went, why am I fucking doing yeah, Wisconsin? Right. Cares. Nobody right. cares. Right. But also, I, I, I don't know if this translates from Wisconsin to here, but or this is Canada to here. The guys would, the grace period for a joke was amazing and still is in Canada. Like they, they would, you, you, the setup could be four days up there. You know what I mean? Like, so, <laughs> so you learned also the speed. I was just like, you got to get to it. You yeah. got to get them. You got to, yeah. you got to chop. You got to, it's got to be lean and they got to know what you're <clears throat> point coming A to at. point yeah, B yeah. is, is what you got to yeah, There's is. no, there's no, there's no, uh, there's, it's not no Uber pool. Stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so I do that, and they then they say, "Do you want to do Conan O'Brien?" So now, hey, now we, you motherfucker, and you had been doing comedy about how long at this point? About four or five years. Four years. Think so. They see you, and 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 again, not not saying you're just this like, oh golly gee whiz heck, New York, this is a great idea. Like, or were you like when they walk up to you, say, "We want you on TV"? I was like, because um, I mean, you knew what Conan was. was when you, they said when they said to me, I was just like. Um, well, did you know what Conan was? I don't I know what Conan, the t- Conan, I don't know what TV is. So Conan's probably three. I don't know how many years Conan's in. But. Yeah, but what exposure are you getting in Canada? Do you get every at that time? Are you getting everything? Uh, all you have to realize is Canada gets absolutely everything America does. That you do. Okay, yeah. so it, it has for a long time. It has, and always okay. it's always been that. Okay, there's a thing called Canadian content that they have to have up there to keep a certain amount of Canadian things into programming. Otherwise, it would be all American. Yeah. So. Um, so, so they say to me, we want you to do a show. And I'm just like, I want to, I want to love to do the show. And then the first thing, cause I'm so honest, I'm like, I'm not legal. <laughs> that's the first oh thing. Yeah, that's the first, I was just but like, what, I don't have work papers. And, and they're like, we'll figure it out. I was just say that's, they got a department that'll take care help you take care of that. Uh, right? not, I don't think, uh, yeah, they do now, but not for one show. Do you, know, uh, do, you yeah. know, do you know that uh, apparently now they won't even look at people for development deals or booking them on shows unless they have a green card? They oh, really? They won't. They won't. They just don't want to remember. Go, I was on that visa for like fifteen years. The one that made you sick. Mm-hmm. We've actually became. A, get, I know that was that, that was a green card. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, but yes. Yeah, so, okay. so so they say we'll help you out. They helped me get my first. Uh, them agent and Lucian helped me get my first. Uh, Oh, one visa. So that night you got a, you got an agent and Conan in the same night because you needed an agent uh, in order I to did, do Conan. No, I didn't. I, oh, okay. I needed. I ended up getting. It was a college agent that helped me. Oh, okay. So that can that came that he through Lucian. So the club hooked you up. So Lucian said, "Hey, I know somebody." Lucian played my manager for a long time and then became my manager. Oh, okay. So and he played my manager without me even knowing it. Okay. You know? So so in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So so um. So they, I have to go back. They send me back to Canada. Like you got, I can meet with a lawyer. Got to go back to Canada. You got to get out of here, uh, and then we'll do the papers, and then we'll put you on. So I, I'm what was gone. that process? For Two months. Time? Okay. Two months. So I come back down, and did you just I, go I, back to to uh, you went back to Terrace? I'm I went back. To, I go? went back to Vancouver. Vancouver. Okay. And then I just kind of hung out. got spots at the clubs because back then you could book. Two weeks in advance, okay. three weeks in advance. You can yeah. get work. Now it's <clears> like so far out, it's insane. I don't know why when, when it all changed, but, but I, I'll tell you when it all changed, when guys started selling tickets. Okay. That's when it all changed. 
because back then it was all comedy club. It wasn't comedy club took care of everything. You just no, showed it up. was people went to the comedy club to the comedy to go to the comedy club. They didn't go the club to first, see the name. Yeah, so they just now, came to laugh. Now, laugh the, now the, the name. So, okay. So uh, so you get back and you get to do Conan. Now Conan. Now again, this is a different structure, right? Because did you have to submit everything in writing? Did you have to go? No, through no, the no, process? no. This is another thing about the people that book shows and do shows now have become so lazy. They just came out and watched my show. Paula and and, uh, and Frank uh, came out and watched my show a couple times, more than a couple times, and okay. made sure this is what I was doing. Taped it, had them see it. I I don't know if they typed it out, but it was cleared. Okay. Um, but I was my concern. They knew my concern was to be funny and to be funny only. Mm-hmm. And that was they only wanted me to deal with. And that. how much time? Uh, five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes. So you get there. Is I wore it my best TV? Clothes. Did you? Not that stuff we saw in the picture. My best clothes at that time were logging boots, <laughs> shorts. You wore shorts and a logging shirt. Is this on? You wore it, shorts on Conan. And you know what? Is this I on YouTube, to, by the way? It, it isn't. And oh. I'm kind of annoyed. I remember I used to be managed by a guy named Alex Murray. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Do you have a tape of that?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he lost it. Wait, that was the only t- copy you had? Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's and it's. I remember. Is there Conan archives? It. Yeah, I'm sure it's archived sure somewhere. It's, but. it's NBC archives someplace. Uh, anyways, but I remember Barry Katz came up to me and was like, "You have the biggest balls ever to what what I seen you wear on Conan O'Brien." He <laughs> said you just let them. He said you went out there and you showed your best. He said you did. You just did what you did, and you wore that, and you just came across <laughs> like that. And I was like. I was kind of hurt because I was like, those were my best clothes. So I was like, Meaning ah. he thought you it was a it was a pre thought it was they thought you he thought, thought it, it was, out. Yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, this is who I am. No. And it's funny because I have to deal with these guys and what they don't realize is there's nothing there's nothing behind me that's I'm not that guy that You're not trying to create a persona. No, it's just me. Who you see who you see is me. Yeah. But and you I, have evolved. You're a pretty good dresser. I've I'm, well, my wife dresses me now. So. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no, you get a lady. You all. You love shoes. I love shoes. You now. got. You got the good looking shoes. Always had I the always, good looking uh, shoes. Uh, the uh, I. I've definitely. Uh, I've fallen. Uh, I run DMC, and and uh, it was my first ever hip hop, and because of Aerosmith. So I, I've been in love with Run, Run DMC since I was a kid. That's when, so I have the T-shirt that I had made that says Ian Bagley looks like the Run DMC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and shell toes are my uh, homage to the uh, to the old uh, to the old uh, Run DMC. So, okay, yeah, that's and I love them. I think they I think they look neat. I think I think they're fun to perform in, and uh, and Steve Smith wears them on uh, American Dad. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I I just I yeah I've definitely I've evolved. But naturally, okay, yeah, I, I think you're just who you are. I, 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 it's the same as guys writing stand up. They watch what's going on, and then they suddenly have that style, or you know, they talk about you know those things. I've never been that guy. I've always just been. It's come out of me. Now you were part of the scene in New York where you were doing really, really well on stage. You were going back and talking about the whatever in red or whatever, where people were just like. There's laughter, and then there's that. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I'm gonna throw up laughter. Like you right. were getting to that point where, like, you were really giving giving crowds a high. And you, I think you were saying about that time was you and Dane Cook were kind of like I knew Dane going Cook. around this. It was kind of known mm. around the city that you guys were hard to follow. If I remember, if I remember, mm, that's like you were I, telling me those stories. That's I what know. I heard. I've heard that before, but I had no idea. But you understand. You know what I'm talking about. Right? I've heard that. That, that before, was your evolution of leaving and ultimately coming Dane, here. Correct. Uh, my evolution of coming out here was I started. 
and this 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 is an interesting time frame. I used to start. I was with a company called Omnipop. I'd come out here, spend a couple of weeks. They'd send me out for auditions, and I started booking commercials. So they're like, All if right. you're out here, you'll start booking commercials. Well, within six months, I moved out here, and there was some a SAG strike. Oh yeah. And, so this is early two thousands, right? Mm-hmm. That's probably around. It was two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. yeah. It was because I think that strike was two thousand and one. Yeah. Yeah. So and as, and I was booking fairly well, and as soon as that strike happened, I found it never the same. It was just never, yeah. the, never the same. But you were already here. I was here, and yeah. I and I fell in love with the weather. I was just like, hey, I grew up in the middle of nowhere. It was cold. Yeah. Um, and and now I live in New York, and it's just stupid hot in the summer, and then stupid crazy cold in the cold winter. In the winter yeah. I kind of like it out How here. How long did you stay in New like, York? Well, you got to drive. I'm like, yeah, it's a big deal about driving. Yeah. So so that was the first car you got was out here. Yeah. Okay. It was oh. a Jeep. I bought it off right, uh, off a yeah a white Jeep. I bought off of. I, oh, you had that white Jeep for a long time. And then the truck. Mm-hmm. And then I had a truck. And had you had a truck. Ju- you had. Don't put your phone number when you're selling a Jeep yeah, yeah. and you're driving around like an asshole because yeah. people call you. Hey, you selling a Jeep? Yeah, you drive like a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if when I was selling it, I said a lot of guys will sell CDs or T-shirts after the show. I'm actually selling a Jeep. A Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you stayed in New York for how long? Uh, I was there for five and a half years. Five and a half years. Yeah. And you did Conan once. I did Conan three times. Jesus Christ, dude! In five years. Yeah. What the fuck? And then I did, did you wear shorts on there ever again? No, I wore cords the next time. Nice. Uh, uh, days I wore whatever you had, right? I Isn't did. Uh, I did. Uh, what else did I do? I did. Uh, uh, Co- uh, Louis Anderson had a, a show on HBO. I did that. Cool. Um, like it was like a young comedian's kind of yeah, thing. Young, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who was on that with you? Do you remember? No, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I, I did some other things. You know. My my big thing that I remember is that it was really fun was, uh, and I don't know what character it was for, but I went back to uh, like about four times for uh, the movie Shrek. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, was, I remember I didn't get it at the end, but I remember going, like going, going, that just kept bringing me in. And I was like, oh, this is fun. I, and I was like, ah, this is fun. And just kind of did myself and they yeah. kind of liked it, so... That would have wow. been uh, that would have been a nice uh, meal ticket for a couple forever. Yeah. Well, you know they they shot another they shot the original movie has uh, Farley's voice as Shrek, and then they had to redo it with Mike Myers because that I think I was I think I may have been doing the part Shrek. of the original. Oh really? Yeah, I think I might have been going in for Shrek before they Holy. decided to go like famous. Na- that's Dude, kind of that yeah. whole famous name. But the right? fact that they brought me in so many times, I remember. Oh, this is fun. And then the other one that uh, that, that I remember that uh, that stuck out was uh uh i really wanted it bad it was a uh, um dan Aykroyd was a priest do you remember that one uh it was, a, it was for a couple of years but it was going to be with dan Aykroyd. i remember getting to the end on that and then not getting it yeah oh no i don't remember it was it was uh, i think uh, i can't remember who was in it but anyways it was it was but I sh- the one that i remember i just i remember Going to this old this building in New York and having to take this old elevator up, and doing doing it was for Shrek and and doing it about four or five times, and just think I remember looking at the building going oh it can't be that good if it's in this building. <laughs> I remember the buildings are shithole. Yeah, the company's probably shithole. What, what is that's this exactly movie? What I thought like I remember yeah. thinking oh but it, oh, this is fun like yeah. 
just get you know just doing this. You just expect everything to be gold and like you know yeah, shiny yeah, and like big and like yeah, when you when you when when you think if Hollywood, it's gonna be yeah, it's, it's gonna be nice. It's, yeah. gonna, it's not gonna be like a, hey the elevator jumps every yeah, second. Yeah, floor. right. Yeah. <laughs> so only stops on every third floor. Yeah, but here's the thing. And, but and I didn't. This, I hadn't really heard that that I was in that conversation with Dane Cook. Hard to follow. That's why I assumed it was the evolution of like really hard to follow, which you know is pretty. I know people don't like it now. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 exactly. But but again, I think I met you in the early two thousand. Some it's like two thousand and three, two thousand and four. I think was I that met the you? was that the um, it was oh, before I had kids. Two. Baxter was still living in town. God, I love that guy. He never comes and sees me. It, it, oh, well, he can't get out of his basement. He loves basements. The um, <laughs> um, for those who don't know Baxter, don't worry about it. Anyway, so he had a um, very funny joke about buying swords online late at night <laughs> that I will never ever fucking forget. Seeing at the comedy store, I have told him for years he is one of the most memorable comedians that had the shortest run in Los Angeles. People talk about him all the time. There can be and he only just quit. one. What? It goes back no. to that thing. Some people just don't. They don't have it in it. So what I was going to say to you is that... I don't know why my drive is there. I don't know why. Because, see, I used to ask you this, and you probably don't remember this, but I, but when you... By the time... So you left, you came out I here. I used to love hanging with you and Keen. But there wasn't a show you wouldn't do, and I never understood that. That was, as you know, that was always my beef. I didn't understand why you would leave and do three open mics at night, because I always felt like you were past that. You were above that, and you just... That's the New York. You were doing so many yeah, shows every night, all week for you. I mean, you eventually stopped, but it was years that you did that. I eventually stopped because I had to get away from that, because after you start doing all those, there's they kind of shows kind of... It's the people that hang around. I mean, I just can't, I just couldn't be around. It's it too much, and and and, and, and it doesn't. It's, it's a rumor mill, and it's a and it's just like no. You know, and after a while, it doesn't help you. You're not growing creatively. You're not growing as a comic by going to a bunch of open mics. That's what I laugh at when people post stuff like that. Like oh, I did six open mics. It's like all right. Well, no, you didn't. Well, even <laughs> if you did, great. But you're you're an open mic comic, and you're still trying to find your voice, and you're working at it. And I understand that. But if like. Someone like you is not going to go to an open mic because one, like you said, it's all comedians. Right. You're, you, what are you? You're going to make fun of them. It's going to be devastating because they'll feel like uh, Ian Bag just shit all I over. I think. What, I think the one that really pushed me over the edge was there's one in the valley that I used to go to with Earl and this kid ran it and he was just he was just the gun place. Oh no! But I forgot. That's the one that. at Burbank, right? That was the one where the guy oh, okay. shot in the air and yeah. had everybody. And I'm like, oh god! And an open mic. I'm like, okay, this is different. That's what wow. I said. I'm like, oh, that's what you should be doing with mics, man. Yeah, it's dangerous. guns, guns. Stay away from open mics, everybody. Guns. <laughs> no, it was uh, Ireland 32s. Ireland, thir- Ireland 32s in Burbank. And you remember the guy that ran it? Shane Kelly. Just an arrogant little prick that had knew nothing about <laughs> Oh, God. what? Oh, he I was, like Shane. He was nice. He's a fucking douchebag. <laughs> and my other thing about, I, I stopped hanging, I, I just didn't like the fact that guys were making money off of people's yeah, yeah, yeah. The low end dreams. The low end dreams. That's, that's the change that. So, when I, before I got into stand up, when I came out here and visited my buddy who was running the improv before it went corporate, they, you know, the, the door guys ran the room. They mm-hmm. ran the, the main, you know, the, the showroom. And so you could go to the door guy and be like, hey, you got any open spots? And I can go in. Like, and and it, was, it was just a different creative environment. I'm not saying, I'm not judging it versus now, but I'm just saying it changed. And what I noticed changed from the time when I visited out here to the time that I had moved here is sometime between 1997 and 2000, Bringer Shows took over. And bring, it wasn't just Bringer Shows yeah. like, hey, bring your five friends. It was like you had to pay five or ten bucks. And if people didn't go, and if people didn't show up, you either paid to perform. I paid to perform. Or if you didn't pay, you didn't go up. 
And and that's when I was like, well, why are they doing that? And then it was like those people were paying their rents, like basically yeah. the bookers were. That's yeah. how they made. That's yeah, how there was a business. There's some greasy motherfuckers. Those but I remember yeah. I did that. I remember a show like that where like I like I, weirdly enough, five of my friends came out, which is was rare, you know. And then the guy was like, okay, here's your money, and I'm like. What is this? He's like, well, yeah, you have five friends show up. And I go, okay. So I went over and I gave the money back to my friends. So I was like, here you go. And he goes, what are you doing? I go, well, you just gave me the money back. He goes, yeah, that was for you. I go, but it's their money. I know them. They can't pay to see me. That's yeah, weird. It's, it's, like it's, they, they hang out with me all fucking day. They're here to do me a favor, man. They're not like we love comedy and we love you. They're like yeah, they're, they're just not, being they're not friends. They're, they're friends. just being friends. It's completely yeah. different. Yeah. So it's and, like, of course, I don't want them to pay. I and, never want my friends to have to pay to see me. I will say, I feel like the clubs have kind of. I think it's cutting down. It's cutting way down. But, the clubs well, are taking more seen, control. Because of, it went so far that way. Yeah. The improv at one point was almost all independently booked shows. Yeah. Which, and then, which hurt them. Which yeah. did hurt them. And then, you know, People and then they like, well, I don't want to go to the improv. It's <clears throat> going to be shit. That's right. So then they took that. When Jamie took that back over, I was like, all right, let's let's rein it in. Yeah. And let's now have shows with, because everybody wants to perform at the improv. Like, Ian wants to perform it. Like, but it's Sarah it's, Silverman it's, wants to stop exactly, by there. Like, but they don't. They still don't realize they could have the best show in the world. The, com, uh, the Comedy Magic Club gets it the most. Comedy Magic Club does does all right, man. That's a good. Uh, is that like your home club now that you live down that way? Um, it's always yeah, kind it's, of been. One I would of your say, it's always clubs, been one of my home clubs. I'd say it's really close to being my home club. I I still love the Melrose Improv. Yeah, uh, I would say it's those two. What else? What other club is there that I pass? Ice House is pretty Ice House is I I, feel, I like Ice House. It's just those people. I feel like they're just like they don't care who you are. That's like what you were talking about earlier. They just go to a comedy club to laugh. Right? Like, they're not like, well, it's here's credits and and of course they're like, if somebody famous comes in, they're like, yay. Yeah. But they're not like judging you based on how many times they've seen you on TV or how many you know right. movies you're in. Or right. Whatever, right. So. Yeah. Um, I, I I I'm not a huge fan of the LF. Uh, uh-huh. And I would like to. I probably would be more on. I would probably go to the comedy store more had I would had I not moved to Long Beach. I yeah, just don't know just, if I feel like driving up to do it. Well, right. remember when we were all part of the comedy store? You know, it was you, horrible. You, you used to host the the belly room shows that yeah. I did with Peter and I. And I mean, you're doing shows, and I actually saw Mark Marin like six months ago and said something to him. Like, I was just like, you know, I, there were those days. I'm like, dude, I, I, I remember when they would only give you six minutes, and the only place they would put you up in this place is in the belly room, you know, on a show. Like, it was just, yeah. it was just a dark, dark time, very negative. Mm-hmm. That's why and I stopped my, hanging out there. My man. problem, you, the only, it, my problem with it is now that it's getting better. This is where it gets sold. This is when it just gets sold for property. That's and it Mitz, just turns into Mitzi, something Mitzi else. Dies and yeah, I'm, I'm kind of... It's because it's becoming so great again. Yeah. yeah. That's when you're just like... Mm, you know what's going to happen, right? I'm going to get passed, and the next day they're going to tear it down. <laughs> like, we're going to do a name ceremony. Oh, you know what? We're not, because the building's going away. Right. Like I am I'm definitely... I, wor- I worry about that, because now I really do like hanging out there. Now it's fun to swing by there and just right. have a beer or talk to somebody on the patio. Now Which I Which used to be it. the improv. Improv used yeah. to be like that. There, was... And I think the improv is now... T- and look... Nothing I'm saying is researched. I have no, absolutely no fucking idea what I'm talking about. But it looks like the improv is now taking a page out of the comedy store's book, which is the comedy store has three sold out rooms almost nightly. And the improv is like, shit, we only got one stage. Fuck it, let's turn the lab back into the lab and put solid shows in there with really good people. And then they're going to open. I think it's going to be like a beer garden out front. 
in that, that in that parking lot area. Yeah, that's cool. Look, I just all I guess I'm saying is <laughs> they're that just, I, they're just they 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 just they blew a bunch of money on that that redo, yeah, that redo. And I'm just like, just just it's why why get confused? Just go simple. You got stand up. Why not use the best stand up? Yeah. I guess what I was saying is in the end, I feel like stand up is is kind of coming back around. You know, when I first moved around. out here, it was Dublin's. It wasn't even a comedy club. No, Dublin's was, was the most a well known place. About that. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was. Bob Oshak used to joke about the best rooms to perform in the city. Where is Oshak? Uh, I think he writes for a show. I don't know who he, yeah, he's he was writing for. for a long time. He's fun. I thought I seen him on a TV show the other day. He's fun. You may have. Shit, man. But you know, his joke was in the early 2000s in LA, the best shows were not inside clubs. And mm-hmm. and that was the dynamic that he was noticing. And I think that, that that shift has changed. It's like, if you want, the best shows are now back in the clubs. Well, the clubs audiences are that. back to the clubs. Yes. Should be, and that's it should, how it, it should, should be. It should be that simple. There's a comedy club. Yeah. Yeah. Why but, don't you do go there for the comedy? I'm just glad <laughs> why don't you that go to it's Dublin's there? for the dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't make sense at all. But also I think all those all, most of those bringer rooms uh kind of seen what Jay did and tried to emulate it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're not I gonna mean, be able to copy they, Jay they Davis. I mean can't. that kid hustled the fuck out of that. You know, I mean he was always was on the worker bee, man. Worker B. I was gonna say uh Dude, I just wanted to bring this up. I don't know. I was just thinking about it, but like, I think one of the first times I ever saw you do stand up was at Goldfinger's. Oh, well, I love that Yucca, and it was like you know how it was like kind of a, it was a booked mic, but it was like it was a redheaded girl that booked it. There was two girls that ran it. Natasha Legero would work the door, um, and then I seen. I remember. I seen, I'll let you finish your story. Oh, uh, I saw Ralphie May in there, Lana Turner. Saw a bunch of people in there at different times, but the one time you came in, and I think maybe I had already seen you because I feel like I knew who you were and. The door guy carded you, and you, and you were like, "I was just here last Monday." And he goes, "Lots of people are here last Monday." And you go, "No, they weren't." And I was there last <laughs> Monday. And there was like six people there, so I heard that. I start laughing, and my buddy was like, "Holy shit, that was funny!" And you went up, and then you fucking made fun of the door guy for like fifteen <laughs> minutes, and he's like, "Where that window? Where that door is?" And I'm just fucking crying. I'm laughing so hard because I've had to deal with this guy. Right. He works the Rainbow, and he works that place. So I've seen him. I, I was like. Ugh, this guy again and you just fucking he told me a lot of people came in and there was nobody here I was here like nobody was here it was just fucking really uh, funny dude really I, funny I remember Natasha I seen Natasha and I said she's like oh I just can't get on stage with us. and I said don't worry you're gonna be a huge star I said you're gonna be fucking a monster now she doesn't talk to me well I mean do you, do you <laughs> like, try to contact her or anything no I, I just, I just oh. I, but I just remember talking to her I just like you don't even work because her attitude she she had such a different attitude, and she yeah. was such a small. She such was she is such a small. She's tiny, and her attitude was that of a six eight black man. Right? Yeah. So, I, but her uh, the first joke I heard her that stuck with me was uh, the phrase "What happened? What happened?" Yeah. That that phrase should be reserved for you know when something actually happens. Like, hey, you're covered in blood. What happened? Instead, people are using it for like, what happened? Hey, can I get my receipt for that? Oh, what happened? Like, uh, I, I asked for a receipt. Give me the receipt. Like, it was just, I don't she's know. She's a fun. I think she's funny. She's, I do, I do she too. Gets a, she gets a, they get, I think, honestly, the funny girls really get taken down hard. Oh, people shit all over them. Oh, the funny, the funny ones. Yeah. And then the ones that aren't just get away with murder. Yeah. It's, it blows but, my mind. But because the ones that aren't are posing, like, I don't know if it's not like, I want to say threat, but it's like, you're like, okay, you're just doing that, you know. But I don't know what what it is because you're right. I see people just fucking shit all over like the top. Like they just do it. They just it's like oh yeah, and then and then they look for excuses to not really. And I'm like everything I've ever heard from her on Sirius live has always been funny. She's always been. It's funny. always been funny. Even her, just off stage, her special was funny. Like she's just funny. You yeah. know what I mean? So I like I I don't know. 
I think I've grown beyond denying people if they're funny. You just it's like you, you know when somebody's funny and you know when you're just kind of fucking insecure. And yeah. I think most people are insecure about, I don't know why they need to take. And, I, and I've not liked people and then had to say, no, nope, that guy's funny. Yeah. Like that guy's But that just guy's because funny. you don't necessarily aren't, aren't like, oh man, I love hanging out with that dude, you can still think they're funny on stage. Yeah, I try not to hang out with people. I mean, I try, to start, I try not to. I, I, I do. I looked at my to... phone the other day. I'm like, oh my fuck, do I only call my wife? Uh, so <laughs> I'll answer that question. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, uh, but I try not to watch people. Yeah. Especially if I have an, an opener and I'm on the road and I don't know who they are. Because I just want to be able to talk to somebody the whole weekend. Yeah, and so, if and if you see them and you so hate them, then you're like, like, oh god, I can't even be. I've I, I've had guys that I've seen that I can't even go near the club until they're ending. Really? Yeah, I have the because it's just it's it's so much shit out there. And yeah, it's saturated. And, and the and the and in the Midwest, there's more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know because they're they're smart too because they know hey I can feature everywhere. Because I, it's all close to me, mm-hmm. so they don't have to spend money, and then they all have fucking eighty T-shirts and a beer bottle opener mm-hmm. that they're selling after the show. It just fucking drives me insane. So let me ask you a question. So you know, yep. you had gotten to a point. Um, <laughs> you had gotten to a point. Um, I think in your career where it was just like, now what? Right? It's like you're you're doing well. You're at the top of your game, and. Uh, the, we'll call those the Ian Bag frustrated years, where we actually did a talk show. Which I, those were those years. Oh yeah, where like at the Friars Club, we really felt like we had found something that your voice could be could be used for. And then, well, things really didn't work out the way for a, for a myriad of reasons. It didn't work out the way they were. And I remember that you were going through this thing of like, um, it's kind of where you cut back on doing all the open mics. Um, you're a little bit more picky about what you chose to do in your career. You weren't a big fan of doing a ton of commercial auditions and stuff like that, or just, any auditions. In I was general. a little annoyed. I and, was. I was a little. Uh, go, I'm sorry. Go well, I was to say, and then I'll have you explain this because then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you decide, and not out of nowhere, but it, it was odd for you. You decide to do Last Comic Standing, which doesn't really fit your mo. So obviously. Something happened in this chunk of your life outside of just getting married and me not showing um, up to your wedding. But other than that, yeah, son of a bitch. Um, well, to be I was honest, the only with, person that didn't show up to the I'll wedding. I'll tell you way. first of all about the talk show that we did, and and I, it's one of the proudest things I'm of. Like I'm just, I think we were ahead of our time. I think people seen it, and I think people try to uh, emulate it, and I think people were were shocked by the guests we got. I think the guests had a great time. Yeah. I think um, had we been doing it maybe three years later, we would have had the technology ourselves yeah. to have Shoot turned it into it. an internet show and it would be huge. Yep. But we, that's what I we think were we're, ahead we're ahead of their time. Uh, uh, I, I always wanted it to be uh, something that could help other guys get jobs. Um, you know, and, and some of the guys did. And said, I think some of the people helped. And I think, I think some of the people wanted to just thought it, thought it was going to be a cash cow for them. And, um, but I had so much fun doing it. I enjoyed being around the people that we did it with. To we be got, clear, just we, so everybody understands what the show was, it was interactive. That was, a, that was the difference. It wasn't a talk show in the format of like there was a wall between... We broke the fourth wall before yeah. people started breaking the fourth the wall. The audience was actually a part of the show. They're it was absolute. extremely important part of the show. And the theory was if it went to TV and you were watching at home, you wanted to be in that room. Audience, and you, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you felt like you were part of the audience. Yeah. 
and then and what the technology that is around today it would have been, it would have been possible. It would have just sent it over the edge because yeah. you would have been part of it, right? So yeah. it it reminded me of the, before when we were talking about the sketches that I would do with my friends. It reminded it was that fun. It was that fun, and it didn't feel like, like work. Which is funny because I feel like if I've come from from that to that, there's a still another step. Yeah, where it's going to be real. You know, what I mean, and it was, and it was, and it was real. It was that, even though it was a fake talk show, and it was fucking bizarre because it, it was also. I used to watch uh, 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 Gary Shandling show with my yeah. friend Trent, and then I would love Larry Sanders. And we did a fake talk show, and we had Gary Shandling on the fake talk oh show. Oh my god, Chris Rock, fucking awesome, was on it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, you was... Know, it was. We had we had like, yeah. There was another kid. He had a huge TV. It was it was just. That's right. There are some people on that show that now are, are huge, <laughs> like huge. And yeah. It's just uh, you're like, oh okay, well, all right then. Anyway, so so. I still don't remember their names. I remember, one, well. I remember one 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 day, some guy came up to me and said, "Hey, Ian, how you doing?" I said, "Good. How are you doing?" He goes. Uh, I had a lot of fun being on your talk show, and I was like, kind of, <laughs> and I kind of spun my head, and I was like, "Oh, thanks." I go, "So, what are you up to now?" And as I said it, I looked behind him, and there was a billboard of himself We're on a movie, and I, and I was just like, "Fuck it," <laughs> just walked away. Well, my fake talk show. <laughs> so, but, have you thought about ever bringing that back, trying to do it again? Because you're right with the technology now, people can interact online. People can. I, I just I felt like. This, it was the timing. It was the timing of it. It yeah. was the timing of our lives that made that show perfect for the time of our lives. Sadly, the technology wasn't at the same time. You know right. what I mean? Um, it, I, and, I, and I've looked into doing it with some like internet companies. It just, I just, it was the fun part about it was was with. I really enjoyed being around the, the people that I did it with. Yeah. So and they're at the point of their lives that they need kind of a little bit of money to do it. So yeah. So. Um, I don't know, and, and and I know for a fact. I know for a fact that Daniel Tosh. They were looking at us, and Daniel Tosh got his show because they had something a little that was a little bit. But he got he got a talk show beforehand from two different companies, and they looked at us, and then they gave it to Tosh. And I don't know why that happened, but I also know that E was looking at us, and then they went with Chelsea Handler. And I know, you know, like I know that we were close. Yeah, I know we were very close, and I know we had uh, we had the guy that Ivan Reitman come one night, mm-hmm. just wow. sit, sit in the audience and enjoy himself and tell us how much he loved it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was one of those weird things where um, it was it was done so well, mm-hmm. and it, when when you, when we were clicking when it was on when it was, when it was firing on all cylinders we this was it was also we had we had. Um, uh, the, the, we had sketches on the show. We had video on the show. We had music on the show. We had stand up on the show. I mean, there was so much. There was live sketches going on. I mean, there was so much that it went, that went into that show. And when it fired off on all cylinders, it was just it was, like it was real. We really thought, okay, this thing is going somewhere. This is going somewhere. And it, it, I think the I think in the end, and this is the lesson to be learned, obviously, for any of this stuff that. I think it just unraveled when when that moment came and went where you were talking about all those people that were interested and it didn't happen. I think that was a shell shocker for a lot of people, and I think it was a beginning of a thing of like maybe I wasted too much time in this because it wasn't a cash cow, and so then people were just like, well, obviously no one fucking cares, and people just start getting upset, and that's what you that's what you learn. You learn that like 
when it doesn't get to that mountain, a lot of people just kind of get disenfranchised. And- I would, I, if I if I could do it again, I would have kept it smaller with the people around us. Like even though I really enjoyed everybody, but you just can't have. You gotta, you gotta have the people that believe in it and want to see it all the way through. Yeah. So, and we just, we had the people that just like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in show business. Yeah. This is gonna be, yeah. So, and we all know. got in arguments in the end, but most we of did. us, most uh, of us made up. Uh, most of us made up. I, I, <laughs> there was a there lot was, of arguing. There, at the there was, end. It was, and it was, it was, it was frustration. It was just, it was, yeah, that's fr- all. It was, was. frustration. Uh, and and the you know, the nice part, uh, our little yellow chair that we used it for the guest is still in the improv. Oh, really? Yeah, it's upstairs in the improv. They use it there. Oh. So, so that thing kind of winds out, and I think you kind of just went back into your comedy show. I never left comedy. I never left doing But you know what I'm saying? But you just, then I it just, just became, just that's all you yeah, did. I just that focused on, did. I just like, I'm like, nah, I'm just gonna, and I just, I just, I started doing uh, more road. And, but when did it turn a corner where it started, where, where, where this whole thing comes up with this, you know what? Here, I Ian, through, you need to do Last Comic Center. You need to rebrand yourself here, or whatever the thing is. Here, I go through, I go through uh, a thing with uh, uh, a management company. I leave the management company. I stay on my own for two years. Won't be with anybody. Uh, and you get married and kind of have a life all yep. during all this yep. stuff, too. Uh, and I do stand-up revolution. And I was that, on, was that on Showtime? That was for uh, Comedy Central with okay. Gabriel Glazes. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, sorry. And I end up sitting and talking with his people, and they end up talking to me, and I end up going with that company. We uh, we talk. He they are a company that knows how to build people, um, and they kind of start building the show, building the show. Um, and then one day I have a friend that has been contacting me for four years to do fucking last comic. I keep saying, no, no, no. And then all of a sudden, come on. So I go, okay. So I go, okay. So I don't really tell anybody I'm doing it. Nobody, re- I, t- I tell everybody I'm doing it, but nobody really, okay, okay. And then we're supposed to do it and then it gets canceled. And then they, they go, okay, it's Rion for this. And I don't, and I'm like, okay. So I tell my manager, I'm going to do it. And he's like, okay. And doesn't really say much. Just says, okay. And then the day of the show, I just, I won't get out of bed. Yeah. He says he got in the car a bunch of different times. I got, walked like, out of the car twice and went back to bed. And this is because it's the competition thing. You don't believe not, in that. It has no, nothing it's not to... The comp- it's, yeah, well, no, it's, it's, the, it's the talent search. Like, fucking talent searches are, that's, to me, it's community theater right well it's tv they're, they're doing it a specific I, I, way for television yeah, i guess so but but also also i know for a fact i'm just like they're gonna have a black girl they're gonna have a white oh, girl. yo it's rigged i mean yeah, it's so, rigged. i so, knew as soon as i sat down for my day i was like oh i can tell who's going to advance right, right, right just by looking at everyone but and then i'm just so i go and i, I call my my manager and he goes just get in the car you fucking go do it so i go do it and then i'm just sitting there and i was like I gotta get through the first round. That's all I need to do. I was so I'm pissed just, I didn't advance. I, I, but what was but your I'm just reason like, I'm for doing it? Everywhere, and I'm just right. like, if I can't get through the first round, am I fucking done? Done? Yeah. So is that? Oh, so you were? Were you looking at, at this as an opportunity to be a, a more well-known comedian, or uh, did you get competitive all of a sudden? Just say no. It was, uh, and, uh, and I'm competitive, but I'm not competitive. I'm just like, uh, if I'm going to do this, get through the first round. But I'm also. I'm not going to give a shit. Like, I'm just, I just, I, like, they, they had all these rules, and I'm like, I don't care. 
Like, uh, no. Like, uh, they, 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 they wanted to walk you to the bathroom. I'm like, I'm fucking 42 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom by myself. All right? Fucking, Back off, headset. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just, I'm not, I'm not going to, like, run out and start talking to Roseanne. You know what I mean? So, so I'm just like, okay, if I can get first through the first round, everything's fine. So I get through the first round. I'm like, okay. Now I just don't care. Right. Now I don't, like, I cared. And, and then I started calling you and Matt and just asking what, I, what jokes I should do. And, and, uh, and I was like, I'm going to put together a good set and have fun and the rest of it, I don't care. They would try to always get serious answers out of me. And, and, what, and like, like what, what does this mean to you? I'm like, I remember like, how are you going to get through the next round? I said, I have to lose the most weight. <laughs> like I would, and, then, and then I would always say that I wish I was um, the biggest loser like, instead. I would like, always tell them like, just stupid things. And then, and then one day we go in and we have to meet with a... This, I love, this is, I'm glad you're, yeah, so I love this. <laughs> we have to meet story. with a mentor, but when we first sign up for the show, they, they ask you these questions about who you'd like for a mentor. And it goes all the way from Bill Cosby to fucking Amy Schumer. And I'm just like, okay. And Seinfeld's on it, everybody's on it. And I walk in and it's, it's the producer of the show, Wanda Sykes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I oh, all right, want to spend the money. So, <laughs> yeah, and... and uh, you have a, a pre-existing relationship? Wanda doesn't really care for There me. we go. Yeah. She's always been very uh, arrogant and very demeaning to me. So I was like, well, okay, wh- whatever. And uh, The idea in. is you're supposed to do your set? Yeah, well, no, that's not the idea. You're going to go in and sit down and talk with your mentor. I, okay. that's, uh, that's what I've been told. And I'm like, okay. So I walk in. She's Ian, how's it going? I go, good, Wanda. And she goes, uh, uh, what have you been doing? I, was, uh, I, I said... Uh, I said, you know, just talk to my friends, and uh, we we figured it, you know, we do that. And she goes, <laughs> "Would you like to get on stage and do your set for me?" I said, "No." She said, "What?" And I said, uh, "No thanks, no thanks." And the yeah. cameras are rolling. I mean, the cameras, the cameras are, are on you. Yeah. yeah. She goes, uh, "Why not?" And I go, "I've got this. I've talked to some friends, and it's all good." She goes, "What do your friends have? Uh, Grammys or Emmys?" And I'm like, "No, but they're pretty good." No. <laughs> and I got their phone numbers, not yours, so it's all good. And she's like, oh, okay. She had no idea what... To, how to, how to react, she was, yeah. She was... She was I, I, I know that she hates me even more since then. Well, yeah. but the, here, there's a couple things I'd like to point out about this. I've been told they tried to vote me off that night and couldn't get away with it. So yeah. when you say they... Well, here, here's my thing, and, and you and I talked about this when you were on the show. Um, one is that it was good that you stayed true to yourself. Like you were just like, I'm yeah. gonna do my thing. I'm not gonna try to mold and or adapt myself to you because then it's just you're, ba- you're basically not becoming. You're gonna goes back to what you said in the beginning of doing stand up. Yeah, that's not who you are. You're not gonna force the humor. You're right. gonna be who you are. Okay, they have to. They can either live with that or not. Right. But then you and I talked about this that you kind of dissected what was going on around you and you realized very quickly, okay, I know who they see me as. Right. And they see me for who I am and they right. saw you as the irritant. Right. And the question was, how long were they going to keep the irritant on the show? Right. But the, what they didn't realize was that also, oh, you may remember this guy because when he goes on stage, he always does really well. Right. Yeah. There wasn't going to be that moment on the show where you were not going to do well in front of a live audience. Right. right? I, it, was, it, was, it was very... Uh, I, I, I knew... Like the first show was my weakest, and that was the one where I was just like, just get through. 
just get through. We'll just just get through. So I'm like, okay, we can just get through. I, I shouldn't say irritant. That's that's a bad word. What I was saying to you is that you were the guy that was going to be off color or off balance. Yeah, or everybody yeah. else was going to be doing more like straightforward, traditional. One person maybe talks about family or life right, or whatever. Yeah. You were going to be the guy who was going to push the envelope and do your thing. That's right. what I meant by that. Yeah, no, I was just going to do my. And it was weird because one week I do a joke about peanut allergies and strokes, and I get hate mail. <laughs> Hate mail. People have allergies, yeah, yeah. asshole. That's basically what it's like. I hope you fucking die from I hope a you, peanut. Yeah, I hope. But that's when you know you did right. Clogs into right? your yeah, hole. And I was just like, oh, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what? And I'm like, I said to my wife, next week I punch a woman in the tit. Yeah. Like, what's gonna happen? Nothing. Not a thing. Not hilarious so, tit punching joke, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Good work. Yeah. So I and I was just like, I don't get it. What are these? But. At the end of the day, I'm glad I did it because I had no idea how many people watched that show. I had no idea. Yeah, because no one here watches it. Because you don't yeah. hear anyone here talking about it. But in the Midwest and the South and the East Coast. And I, and I just love when they come up to me and say, you got robbed. Yeah. You got like Because they know you were the funniest comic on Yeah. There. I was, I was, you know, it, I really enjoyed the top five people. They were really nice to me. And you got to go on that tour? Uh, I got to go on the tour. Making the top five took you all the way through the whole show anyway. So uh, yeah, it's, it's you, you were exposed. It was, you ex- so, it was so short. It was like, and, and at the end of the day, they may have seen 17 minutes of me yeah. in four episodes. And, and they're really, like, people are really nice to me and really, really. So I'm like, okay, I did it. Did I, did I have any clue? I'm like, and at the end, I'm just like, Huh, maybe I should have done it earlier. Maybe I should have done it way back. But who knows or how maybe it worked a, out. Yeah, you can, exactly. maybe. It was, just, it was fun. It was perfect. It just And it helped me out. I can't thank them enough for helping me out. Like, at the end of the day, whether I get along with Wanda Sykes or whatever, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, it, yeah. was, really, it was really helpful for me. And I knew they weren't going to let me win. I knew I wasn't going into a development deal with Wanda Sykes. But here's the deal. Has anyone who's won that show and gotten a development deal developed anything no no and you know some of them right Not i think was it heffron did heffron win person. you know him yeah right? mm-hmm. I, it's it's really hard. i mean i gotta be to be honest with you and and somebody said this to me about development deals and making movies especially spe- specifically into television they say you need to understand something they they want you to succeed. They want because if you succeed, they succeed. So it's not like they're they're yeah, not trying then, to not want you to succeed. Okay. But it, but it it is. Let's be honest. And this goes back to what you're talking about getting the negative feedback when you do a joke. It's really hard to convince a large group of people to get on board with you when you create like a television show and characters. It really is yeah, genuinely. It's really hard. hard. And it also I, I'm people, not saying it's people, easy. Uh, no, a, that's what I'm saying. But that's part of it. Five people trying to protect their jobs. Yep. And then as soon as you do get someplace, like we got the with the family show that I did for A and E, we get to there, and you know the regime changes. Now somebody that's in charge that didn't have anything to do with our show, so they don't want, and then they don't want your show because it's not their idea. Yeah. So you know what? what, All right, Wahlburgers instead. So yeah. So it's it's you know whatever. It's it's we're we're throwing the ball. That's yeah. what counts. Do we do we do we do we get frustrated when we're sitting in in the bullpen? Yeah, yeah, we do get frustrated. And and don't tell me nobody else doesn't get frustrated when they go to work and get passed over. It it's 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 not it, unique to us. It's not unique to us. It's different. And there, you know, there's a good chance that one with our business that one day we live this, and then the next day we're a billionaire for no apparent reason. It's it happens like that. So that's why we get a little bit more frustrated and we get to show our frustration. Our frustration, I think, sometimes is funny and you should blow it out on stage every so often rather than off stage. And I I try to be nice to people, but at the end of the day, I'm that kid in that fucking photo. And if I 
don't trust you or if I right. think you have alternative uh, uh, motives, I, I shun you and I shun you pretty quickly. And my wife tells me to smile a lot. And I'm like, I try my hardest, but I really, yeah, that's how I smile. Yeah, like a kind of, <laughs> uh, you've yeah. lightened up a lot. Though. I mean, I, I, think... I, was, I was way worse before. Yeah. Like, because I, when I, I'm, I'm that kid, if you talk to me and you tell me something, I believe it. Right, I don't didn't know you were fucking busy Ma- putting a finger in my ass, like, right? I mean, making I, up credits yeah, and fucking. I, I thought you liked that. Yeah, I want to do, but uh, <laughs> but, but uh, one more fucking, not when you're telling me your fucking resume, <laughs> right? So I don't know. There, I've, I've lightened up, I, I, which is weird because I think most people get angrier as they get older, right? Yeah. So I well, think I think I, I think I think I'm mellowing out as I get older, just because. Right. Huh, let me see to, what the common what, what what could be the common theme here between the two of you, woman. Woman. Oh, oh, okay. You call us women? Yeah. <laughs> I'm transitioning. So Transitioning. <laughs> no, but no, I think just... a big part of it is that you guys also found somebody that is, you know, there, there is truth in having, you know, a partner that yeah. gets you and that will, you, mm-hmm. no matter how Puts shitty the day you. is, you walk in. Yeah, they put up with you. You walk back into the house and they're like, I got your back. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, right, right. No, but that I mean, can balance you a lot. Yeah, but I mean. And also, it's nice. I, I don't know. Is your lady in the business? She's a producer on. She's not a performer. Okay, it's not. My lady's not in the business, and sometimes I'll just show her stuff, and she'll back me up that I'm not crazy. <laughs> right, right, right. That does is, this is, does this guy suck at comedy? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is terrible. Or, Thank or you. Does this contract look right to you? She's like, <laughs> like yeah, no, no, this looks real no, bad, and you're yeah. not going to do that. Okay, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, so yeah, so it, it's 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 nice, and you know, it's good to have a friend that's there and doesn't, you know. Uh, back to the fake talk show we did, I felt like there were people that were kind of felt they could do better than I could, you know, amongst us. Oh, oh, so people were like, well, why does he have a talk? I should have that talk show. I can do that. Yeah. Like, yeah, like people would get, well, I don't, and people, I would pick jokes. We'd write jokes and I'd pick the ones that I wanted to do and I would write with us and guys would get so mad that I wouldn't pick their jokes. And, and my thing was, I'm like, You've got jokes now. I just because I don't get them doesn't like I worked on uh Gabriel Iglesias season three or four writing jokes for him. And they picked none. Oh and, wow. Okay. And that on the Friday afternoon somebody couldn't make it and they're Ian, can you do a set? And I said, I have material. And I did every joke <laughs> that they that rejected. I, that they rejected, and his whisper into my ear after my set was, "I had no idea how funny those jokes were." So, like you, but sometimes they're funnier in somebody else's voice. Exactly. That's but the thing. It's, it's but, like I can't deliver your. I could never do what you do. Yeah, you know but, what I mean? And, but you don't. You just write. You and just hand them yeah. in. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you write and hand them in. If they see it, nobody's ever going to write uh, read exactly like what Ian, you write. Read, read like Ian Bag is saying. Yeah, this. yeah, exactly. <laughs> nobody's ever going to do that. So if you yeah. write, like Jesus, you like those guys. I like you have five minutes worth of new material every week. Yeah. who has that? Like, because it's easier to write when there's a when there's when there's a, a deadline. Yeah, you have to. You yeah, you can get shit out. Like, I'm not saying you're going to use it all, but. Why? I, we were all stand-ups, and we we're all like, I was just, I was just like, come on, guys, get it together. Yeah. So yeah, I just, I don't like people being mad at me. 
So, <laughs> so I, you know, I, and I'm not confrontational, but I will stand up for myself. And I'm, I'm, I'm like a dog that likes to have fun, but every so often I don't like my bowl sniffed. <clears throat> I don't know what that yeah. means at all. <laughs> so you, so you, you make the top five on Last Comic Standing, right. and then um, you go, you go on the road. Did what? Did you notice the now since you've done it the experience? What's that? The experience, has it changed for you, having uh, done having that? Having people come out? Has it affected you? People are coming out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and at the beginning, when we first went on the, uh, when I went back into clubs, they would also have free tickets as well as, you know, like they'd hand out the free tickets a lot still. And I was hitting every bonus and I was bonusing out. And now I've noticed some clubs won't hand out free tickets at all because they're trying to keep me out of the bonuses. So wait, so how, I don't understand so, the difference between a free ticket and a bonus. Uh, like, why would you get a bonus on a free ticket? Because it's people that are in. Because they make money. If you pay, if you if you show up for free, you still have a two drink minimum. Okay, yeah. it's about that. Food. That's where that's okay. Got so it. that's why it's, not a door it's, deal. So I have twelve different bonus structures in uh, my okay, thing. Okay. Which which so there's so there's different types of bonuses where I get if there's a certain amount of people in, I get so much. If there's another amount of people, but I get so much. So they then they were realizing, hey. He's selling this many tickets, and then we're putting this many free tickets in, and then we're having to give him more money. Let's not let's put the not, free tickets in. And, and the, the thing in. is, and I won't bring and this person's mind. name up because this is not unique to you, I know somebody who used to have their brother go with a little ticker thing and, and, and travel with them and do and count. Trust me, I know. Exactly. As, soon as, as soon as a couple things happen, I'm like, oh, I get it. I, I had heard about that for a long time. That that's just kind of one of those things. And it sucks because it goes back to your whole thing about like we had an understanding, right? It's just we're in this together. Yeah. You said this is what we're going to do. Let's just stick to that. And yeah. then we don't have to stress out about yeah. it. And I, I have no, no problems because at the end of the day, we want people to pay to come out to see us anyways. So I, if it, if you know, I'm not, I'm not making the bonuses, but I'm building a crowd that pays. Yeah. It's not so bad. And just for the future. Yeah. The one thing that I noticed, cause obviously we've, you've had me work with you for, for years was that the, the last time we were together was the first time I ever saw people like genuine, like, I, I guess I would call them TV fans because they showed up and they had like, Banner, like that was not that was so was not unique to you. It's like, so, and it was so off-putting to me. But that's, but I'm saying, but that's, I think that that's the kind of stuff that the happens signs? when you get. Yeah. But you're in primetime television, and I think that that brings a whole new group of type of of um, audience that, out, I think and because that's nutty, those girls too, probably, I mean, yeah, so yeah. probably harmless nutty, but but probably or, nonetheless. But you know what I'm saying? That was yeah. the first time if, that I could ever remember that some, somebody's ever done that, yeah, and that's, that's more of like that weird like. Guy on television getting like that fan type of fan base thing. I enjoy uh, people seeing. I see people in my t-shirts now. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, and I like. Uh, I've had some. <laughs> I've had some people like other comics send pictures of people at their shows wearing. <laughs> and, and one guy told me about wearing. A, he did it on purpose. He wore a, to uh, to uh, Orny Adams. He wore. <laughs> Sure to see Orny Adams and apparently got a picture with him and he was fired up. So I was like, ah. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. So how do you? So and then the other trick is though, and I mean again, again, you've been doing it really long now, but a lot of these people that do television like this, there's a, there it, it kind of tapers off or it whatever. Does. You so got, you have to worry about this, continue, right? So what is you your? You got to continue. First of all, you, when they see the live show, you got to make it better than the, the show they've seen on TV. Yeah, and, and you I, can't and keep I, doing the same stuff over and over and over. Which right, is not a problem but I've for also, you. But I've also gotten people say to me, "I I enjoyed you on TV, and this is and stupid stupidly good." So and the funny part on the on the last comic tour though was they were selling to families and stuff like that, and I'm like, "No, I'm not changing." 
So now we're live. I don't have to play to NBC's rules. So yeah. it's like I did myself. And I'm like, oh my God. And like people would freak out. And I'm You're like, you're some all ages shows? Yeah. yeah. yeah Interesting. Was, yeah. I was like, um, put an R on me. I don't care. Yeah. Put an R on me. Yeah. So. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your next performer will be offending you at some point in time. If this would be a good time. Step out children. and go to the bathroom for the next 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. There was well, you, had no, you, you didn't really get much um, blowback from that, uh, from the audiences, right? No, I got more. I got more. There, I got m- I got more. They enjoyed. They enjoyed what I did. See, and and you know this because you're a performer. That's that's that thing. Do not try to predict the reaction of the audience member in front of you just by the fact that you look at them. Don't assume because, and you know this because you go into the audience. Never assume that a mother with her son who maybe is a lot, you know, is like 18, 19, 20 years old, don't assume that you have to tape, tailor your right, material all of a sudden get it. because he's going to be afraid to laugh because he's next to his mom. Lady. I think you've learned more often oh, than yeah. not that that's the exact opposite. I learned a long time ago when living in New York and I used to do shows at Sloan Kettering Cancer Hospital. Don't Whoa. ignore shit. Wow. Like if you went in and you pretended they didn't have cancer, they hated you. Right. They, you know, they had morphine drips they could hit to yeah. sleep through your act. It was like, yeah, they would just, yeah. It was. But it's also, it's it's not talking down to people. It's not trying to like think, oh, I have to come down to this level to interact with you. It's just trusting that, look, this is what I do. You're smart enough to figure it out. And then sometimes maybe they're not, you know. And maybe sometimes it just sometimes does. sometimes it just you just don't click. Yeah, you and, know? and that's but bound you, to happen. Why wouldn't you rather not click? Being yourself, being you. yeah, exactly, exactly. Because because so. at the end of the day, you still have to go home and be like, you know. And and I found that when I whenever I tried to change anything up for any audience, I've I've always eaten it. It's always been bad. You've and eaten it's, it, and also you're not feeling good. No, no you feel like shit, and then you're like, yeah. why did I do that? That was like so weird. You'll overthink that show way more. Oh yeah, way more than yeah. Then like, show. well, they didn't like the material that worked ten other times this week, so mm-hmm. fuck it. But yeah. but yeah, I, I I don't. And and do you find people who come out to see shows and then are confused by what you do? Uh, used to be way more when I, when I, I remember, I remember where, I can't remember where I was, but I was, when I first started headlining, this lady yelled out, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? And she goes, this isn't how it's done. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, whatever. And, I, and, and I, you I, are I, lady. I, who yeah, are you? Exactly. Fucking. I, well, that's the thing. I'm just yeah. like, no, wrong. this is how I do it. I, I remember I, one lady said, uh, oh, fuck, what did she say? You're doing it wrong. Uh. Okay. There was there's people would get fired up every so often. Oh, you're not taking it serious. <laughs> I said, did you tell me I'm not taking comedy serious? What you a great comment! Yeah, that, I was, yeah. Hey, you're not taking this serious. My joke telling? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I, well, actually, on the tour, we had one lady yell out, "You're just talking to the crowd," and I said. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> you just won a prize. Yeah. Because that's what I do. Thanks for noticing. You are a tool because you can <laughs> grab... But people people sometimes, you know, there's a reason why karaoke's big. It's yeah. because they want to hear stuff that they know. Yeah. You yeah. know? Not. And there was there a problem? Again, I want to go back to a question I asked a long time ago. You are on the road with with four other performers, and you said that every night they were mixing up the order. But yet, you're that guy again. That's hard to follow. Did that become nobody enjoyed following me? Okay, okay. It's, yeah. It, it yeah, became jo- Clayton was a great, but nobody argued you with know, you. They just were bummed that they had to follow you. Um, meaning that they weren't like, dude, it's no fair that you're doing. I mean, they know what you do. I mean, they, they oh, know you're on the road with you. There's nothing. Yeah, I had one guy say, "Well, uh, well, Ian does crowd work." And I'm just like, "Yeah, so." Yeah, fucking yeah. So, and you don't care where you go in the order, right? For you, it means no. Nothing. I don't give a shit. I, I, I was. I sometimes I go on first, and I want to hit, hit harder than then if I went on fourth. 
But it was like one, two, three, and then there was a break, and then oh, four, there was five. never straight through. Okay, no, so uh, uh, the couple, the the tour people were like, they were always anxious when it was I was number one because they knew it was a long night. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because then you're you're done. They, they, if they have you at four, yeah. then you're there after the break, yeah. and then you get everyone yeah. back into it. Yeah, and also three, they didn't mind because you're kind of like the you're leading second it. headliner. So, yeah, you know what I mean. So, so but. One, they were like, oh, okay. How do you, let me ask you a question, because I don't, I don't have this problem anymore, and I don't know, if, I don't think John does either, but. I have no problems. Hey, <laughs> not that I, not that I would ever normally ever have to follow you, but you know, but a lot of times you, there are showcase sets. I would never, I mean, I know how good you are, and I'm not intimidated by you. I just respect by what you do. I still have a job to do after I follow you. So there's really. Don't watch somebody. There's, it, but you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. even matter. You gotta, it's like you gotta. You're, you're gonna do what you do, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, no matter what you do. I had a, there's a girl out there and uh, that hates me. Um, I don't know why she hates me. I probably said something stupid and she didn't get it. And it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, like I hit on her or something like that. It was just like it was a comedy thing. Uh, and she fucking hates me. And she's told people like that she hates me. And I just don't even care. Like yeah. Uh, I was like, you look more like an idiot telling everybody. <laughs> yeah. So one night I was at the improv and she came up to me and was berating me again for whatever reason. And then she went on stage and then I was next. And I just walked up to her and I said, I'm about to erase every memory that you ever existed. <laughs> and walked on stage and destroyed. Wow. You know, like, I'm just like, don't fuck with me. Wow! Don't fuck with me. I'll fucking yeah. And I know that that probably hurt her more. Than oh yeah, because yeah, because if you're if you want if you don't comment on people's comments about you, then they they eventually fucking do look really stupid. Like right. if you won't play into that with right. them, they're gonna look like a fucking asshole. And then the best thing you can do is go on stage and destroy. Uh, and like yeah. you said, they're not they're never gonna be like. Oh man, what was that girl's name? I don't know. The one who went on before Ian? I don't know. I just yeah, remember. I just remember Ian. <laughs> that's that's one. That's great. Who was that person before Ian? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah, it's, it, it's it's you know I don't know. It's funny. I it's 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 an interesting game, and I'm sure it happens in other businesses as well. Yeah. Ours is we've the biggest problem with ours is you don't have to have talent to do what we do. You just have to have there's guys that are really good and really talented, but there's a lot of guys. They just have the balls to be able to go on stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no other job like that in the world. You got to have, there's some sort of talent you have to have to be able to do what the other people do. Whereas ours, there's, we've all seen it. There's a guy on the show that's just horrible, uh -huh. but just has the conads to get on stage and ignore everything. And we've then, all, we've all heard that guy say how well he did. And you're just like, yeah, yeah. That's always interesting. Yeah. People are like, oh man, yeah. How was it? Oh, it's great. Then you're like, because the people I saw that yeah. I talked to in the audience have different opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's but it makes you understand why a lot of people when they have when they headline and they have enough influence, how they insulate themselves and only allow certain people to perform with them. They control their comedy world and their environment. And some people get really upset by that. But I actually understand. No, dude, you got to hang out with that person all weekend too. Like he said earlier. Well, not even that though. I mean, it's, for some of them, it's a respect thing of like, nah, I, I want, I, I don't want to. If I don't, I don't want my show whether it's a weekend and there's somebody on the show and I don't think that they are worthy of it. And it sounds like being a douchebag, but I understand that. They're like, they're, you're not, I don't, I don't Some guys it. sandbag. I understand why clubs get upset. Some guys bring their guys in there. They're not that good. They just, they sandbag in front of them and make themselves better. But I enjoy somebody that doesn't do what I do. That is really funny. 
and isn't, I call them a professional feature, where they're more concerned about if they can sell merch than becoming a headliner. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, if, 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 if your first question... Is where do I set up the merch table? Yeah. Or can I sell merch too? Yeah. I, I love a guy that says, can I, sell, can I sell merch? And you say no, and then they flip out. <laughs> I'm like, well, why did you even ask? Why did you even ask? If you didn't think there was a second answer being yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah, why did you even ask? Like, but I would say most of those people are professional features. So. Yeah. Which is, means you are not that good. How do you see now that you've now that you've done everything that you've done? How do you see? And we'll we'll wrap up on this. So, how do you see yourself moving forward? Do you see yourself always Skills. wanting to perform this much, or do you want to cut back on how much and be selective about performance and find something else to fill your creative? I here's 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 what I'd like to see for the future of Ian Bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I never want to stop doing stand up. I want to do it until I'm about ninety. I would love to, if I live to 90, if I live to 75, if I live to... Don Rickles, baby. I'd like to do at least, you know... A couple gigs a year. Yeah, 12 12 dates a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just just doing... Utah. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Just, you know, just something that... And just... just, And I... So I I love... I got into stand-up to be a stand-up. And now I I, I really do... I want to create something that ends up on TV. I really, I feel that it's it's just out of ha- arm's length, but it's close. It's clear. So, on the verge. Yeah. So, and I think with, I don't, I don't think I, I, I think YouTube and the internet, I really do believe is, um, you know, even though there's some people that break out of it, but it's community theater, and and some people break out of community theater, but it's I and I don't have the time to sit and watch eighty thousand different YouTube, shitty yeah you, uh, community theater. It's just <laughs> so I don't I don't think I even though I put my stuff on YouTube, I don't want to do anything for YouTube. I don't. That's not that really where you I want regular to go. TV, I want, Amazon, I want Netflix, to, uh, Amazon, Netflix, and I like James Gordon's idea about that you do something and it gets on the internet and then more people. Than, than ever will see it. But I don't want. I'm just not interested in making YouTube videos. Yeah, that's fair. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, dude, great show. Talk a lot fun. about comedy. John's favorite. Oh, uh, so all right, I'll promote yourself real oh, quick. Yeah. All the stuff hey, that people need to. This, when does this drop? When does it drop? Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. So, um, 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 June 18th, I will be at the. Um, Irvine Improv, even though I'm there the whole weekend, but June 18th, I'll be filming my new special uh, uh, for two shows, 7 and 9.30. Uh, it's not titled yet, but so far it's called Spellcheck. <laughs> so everybody that knows me knows exactly what it means. So, nice. uh, um, yeah. Every other text conversation to, I have with you, by the way, is like, I don't know what you just said. And you're you know, like, yeah, funny. yeah, sorry. I, uh, I typed this one with all with, with my pinky nail, and I don't really give a shit what I was doing. I get so mad that I don't look at things before I send them. I get so fucking mad at myself. Or when like, you post something, it's all spelled. You're like, ah, oh, what? Like, yeah, I didn't no, but fucking... half his words don't mean anything. Just, I, it'll be like, spell check turned off? He'll be like, I'm hairdo just, lamp Broadway Street. You'll be like, I don't know what hairdo lamp Broadway Street means. He's like, oh, sorry. Why is this not thinking what I'm thinking? Stupid phone. Yeah, stupid phone. It's not doing what I want it to do. Do you is are any any of your uh, previous Ian specials Bag. available anywhere? Uh, Hulu. Uh, Ian Bag getting to fucking know you is on Hulu. And that was yeah. is that the one that was on Showtime? Mm-hmm. Okay, that was a good one. That was Roxy. Roxy, my poor little Roxy. Roxy. R.I.P. 
Rest in yeah, peace, The Rocks. Yeah, you know, she's 17. 17 year old dog. That's great. <laughs> Who That's also crazy. took a nosedive off of a. That, that should have been last day, right? In that theory, should that should have been the last day. The and that fact. was. How many years did she live after that? Another six. Yeah, that's insane. Wow. But that's right good. Before, right before the wedding, cost me an extra oh. $9,800. $9, oh my so God. So neither Roxy nor I could make it to the wedding due to medical. Roxy made it. Roxy made it. You didn't make it. I was the only I one who make through, it, right? I, I, you were the only one that didn't pick up the thing. I only made it through a little bit of it, and oh, then you I got, got food, food poisoning. Food poisoning. Jesus. Yeah, from fucking yeah. that John Lovitz club. <laughs> that shit club gave me fucking food poisoning, right? Because I did a so we did a show the night before my wedding, and and you I, ate I, there. I, I ate there like a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah. So I w- I was a mile away in an emergency room. Yeah, vertigo, vertigo. I got vertigo driving down to it. Roxy was in a cast, Roxy and was in uh, cast. Ian was sweating profusely because he was had like, just trying poisoning. to keep it. And her keep mom's like, "I think he's nervous." No, he's trying he's, not to shit. No, you're gonna crap his pants <laughs> and throw up all over the fucking yeah. place. <laughs> I have a doctor friend, and she gave me the most powerful like uh, uh, thing to plug it up. Oh, like a constipator or yeah, whatever, like, like a like balled it up, and then <laughs> three days later, I shit a, a bowling ball. ball. Yeah, oh fucking. god. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for stopping Thanks, by. Yeah, Ianbag.com. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Uh, uh, I hope so. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Um, subscribe to the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, oh, I'll put that picture up on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Please. please <laughs> so do. people that yeah. they can see it. If you want to see it, you can always go to it's on, uh, on Ian Bag at Twitter if you want to. Yes, that's true. Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe. <laughs>